debrief. And I am your DM, Sam Dillon. And Nina, you're first. Hello, I'm Nina, um, and I play Emron Ornestra, who is a human storm cleric. Karu. Uh, hi, I'm Karu. I'm playing Marcel Petit Diabloran, a gender fluid Lutridian storm sorcerer. And David. Yeah, I'm David. I play Axley, the halfling bard. And last but not least, Matt. Hello, I'm Matt. I'm playing Konos Lindas, the sea elf warlock. Awesome. Thank you all. Um, okay, now who wants to do the recap? What did happen? I don't know. Can oh. Anita do it without throwing a, a book through the screen? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I know, what, I know where we ended. I'm just like, yeah. Hold on. Where's my notes? I should have opened my I should probably just always do the recap at the beginning, but there's a reason why I ask the players to do a recap because I want to hear what you remember or what you took notes on or what you, because that tells me in a little bit what you found was either the most fun or the most important or the most memorable. That's why I always ask rather than doing uh, the recap myself. Okay. I can do something. So, um, so we spent some more time in the library actually, finished up our time in the library for now at least we may want to go back later uh but for now we uh went to the ossuary oh actually no we learned some more about the soul spire uh the rift in the final dirge and whatnot um and then from there we went to the ossuary to retrieve um we was basically going to retrieve um something that would let us into access another part of the library the the like the top part of the library that emmer's mother was really trying to get into uh, we found some, we went by some spiders being dissected and whatnot on the way. Um, and we fought some uh, angry bones, is kind of the best way I can put it. Uh, and then, thankfully, we were able to kind of get a get the key, I think it was a key we were trying to get, uh, and get away from all that without too much trouble with a lot of a lot of magic being put together all at, the, all at once. We kind of like magic Rube Goldberg our way out of that situation. Um, a lot of teleporting, a lot of wall of force, very cool stuff. A very um, literal Deus Ex Machina. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that came later. Well, that, was, that was later, yeah. He's oh, talking right. about just the just the oh, hijinks right. that you the hijinks thing. The, yeah. the bone thing. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking of the grand grand finale of the night. <laughs> yep. Um, let's see, we we used the book of proofs a little more. We basically try to figure out if there's a way we can safely heal Lucanius um without, you know, killing him or harming him further. Uh, Emrun's mother was really insistent that we put that book back. We decided not to, and we decided to finally leave. And then once we did, there was a big earthquake and a big dragon. And then there was not a big dragon, because Emrun did a thing. As far as we know. Maybe it wasn't Emrun. Maybe it was... Um... What's his name? Well, now Rapper. you're playing with fire. <laughs> <laughs> no, I had that same thought after I like cooled down. I was like, well, we actually don't really know what happened. The only thing we do know is that Emmerin's mom like collapsed. Yes. It was like a it was a dual effort between Emmerin and Emmerin's mom. And after the tidal wave swept the dragon away, uh, Emran's mom collapsed. So that is the only thing that leads me to really thinking that it was like not douchebag face. Yeah. Douchebag face. (laughs) (laughs) That's his new nickname. Okay. (laughs) Um, Okay. So uh, at the end, you made it back to the Royal house, the Royal halls. 
Um, and the way that you found out that, um, that they were actually celebrating the abbot was the major domo who is responsible for ensuring that the house runs properly, uh, is also responsible for ensuring that you know where everything is that you need while during your stay at the palace. And he told you as he was, you know, following you or accompanying you to your, to your quarters, he told you that there's a big celebration, there's going to be a ball, and uh, they're, they've invited you, and it is in honor of Tullus, the abbot, um, having vanquished the, the dual dragon. That's, that's what he told you. So there really isn't any evidence one way or the other other than what you have experienced and seen. Um, and then he, he basically quickly left you to go help with preparations for that. But um, Rayla is still knocked out. She's still asleep or passed out or unconscious. Uh, but you did do a healing spell on her. So you know she's not dead, but she is breathing relatively shallowly and is still knocked out. So then the question is, what would you like to do? What time is it? When you exited the library, it was like coming into the evening, um, but okay. it's still light outside. And uh, then the the divine intervention uh, took several minutes for the entire thing to culminate in sweeping away the dragon um, and all the praying and all that stuff. So uh, it's it's still sort of evening, but it's a little bit later. So it's probably starting to be twilight and it's getting dark a little bit. Well, what do we need from these people? Because that really kind of determines how we play this, right? Do we really want to we need fight? an ally. Yeah. Because we know that we're, we're probably dealing with a force that has an army of undead at its uh, command. And we're just four schmucks, so having an army would be nice. <laughs> well, what if what if we allow Tullus to take credit for this thing because then he gains status in the court as long as we make it known to him that we're really the ones that did it and we'll be willing to let him take credit as long as he is a spokesperson for us in helping push them towards assisting us with our mission. Otherwise, the other way is to try to disprove him and break up the court and cause chaos, right? Well, he already didn't seem to like us. Right. No, but, but he likes what we can offer him. I mean, if he truly does know that it was us that were, was powerful enough to get rid of a dragon so quickly, is he really going to want to cross us if we offer him the opportunity to take credit for it? Assuming we can convince him we actually did get rid of the dragon. Well, he, he'll know it wasn't him. He knows that really? much. I mean, if he was praying to his god, much like Emeryn was, then who's to say he doesn't believe that his god, considering it was the ocean who did it, was the one that responded to his prayers? Well, we do have something that can prove it once and for all, definitively, right? Proof. Give proof. Assuming we want everyone around here to know we have that book. Okay, so then, then alternatively, what's the other way to play it? Try to... 
I think the first question we need to tackle is how do we prove anything without using the book of proofs? Or casting spells. (laughs) Yeah. Right? Casting spells will get us in trouble since it's their law. Well, this wasn't really a spell, was it? You just kind of prayed and it happened. Oh, no, I mean, we could use spells to compel him to tell the truth, that kind of thing. Oh, that. Or like, Well, or, we can do or, it in front of an audience, and if it's an agreed-upon thing, someone else can cast Zone of Truth, I can tell my side, he can tell his side. We just don't have enough information at this point to even know, like, what happened. The only thing we know for certain is that after that happened, I know something happened to my mom, and she's the one that used up whatever power she had left to help these people. And the fact that we were going for it. When, when the the spell, well, when, when the whole like wave happened and Emeryn was praying with her mother, besides her mother passing out, was there any like magical signs we saw like glowing symbols or like anything to indicate that there was like magic going on? Uh, emanating an, from an enormous tidal wave that swept away the dragon. Yeah, but like from yeah. their side. So like yeah. there was no like when mm-hmm. we cast magic, there's usually like some kind of small. Mm-hmm. So it was just they were praying and then wave happened. Mm-hmm. And then, her, okay. Also, I just have to tell you from the DM's perspective, I need like a screen. Suddenly I need a DM screen because I need you to like not even see any of my face or any of my <laughs> eyes or anything as you're having this conversation because I'm just like, okay, okay, I'm, I'm ready. Keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I don't have any poker face whatsoever. And yeah, all the stuff you're saying, I'm like, okay, I know exactly what you're saying. Okay, yeah, sure, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I know the feeling. I absolutely know the feeling. Yeah. I think I have worse poker face than you. Don't worry. Oh, I am so bad about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sudden midstream D and D brief: How to keep a poker face as a DM. There is no hope. Just ignore uh, it. Camera no. off. <laughs> you know, I'll admit. Until you were saying it, I was busy like looking at everyone else. <laughs> yeah, now it's all eyes on Sam. Now it'll be all eyes on you. Like, yeah. You have that going for you. When I have something like that happen, I usually have someone else in the party go, oh, my mm-hmm. God, look at Karu's face. And I'm like, no, don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's no, why I'm I, smiling. And I'm like, oh, that's why I often am. I'm, I'm often like this or I'm, I'm mm-hmm. you know. I'm doing this kind of thing because I don't want you to like I, for the uh, people watching probably think I have some sort of tick or something. Cause I'm like, mm. but it's just that I don't want you to see if I smile. Cause you know, the thing is also my smile might mean multiple things. So I don't want you to like, uh-huh. I'm trying yes. not to influence you. Right. Like I might be smiling. Cause wow, that's a, that's a great idea. I didn't even think of that, but it's not really what's going to happen, but it's a great idea, you know, but I, yeah. So yeah, or the smile might just mean, oh, walk right into my trap. Right, yeah. yes, of course. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> Conventional wisdom is when the DM is smiling, you're already dead. But That's hey, right, yes. <laughs> then that would end this cool story. So, <laughs> so the so the uh, the leaders, the royal leaders, the royalty, they're not exactly partial to us anyway. They're suspicious of us. They weren't very helpful. It's going to be very difficult to get them to listen to our side in the I, first place. I actually disagree with that a little bit. I think the queens were quite... I mean, they, they weren't, um, I mean, they were, they, being weren't, aggr- they weren't aggressive. They, they, no, uh, not aggressive. 
and and they weren't um but they just weren't very forthcoming because they don't know who you are but they weren't um hostile to you the the abbot was but the queens and the court weren't it was more i think it was more just awkward than anything else my conos's mm-hmm. thought on this is you know it, it just it, we should tread carefully. I think I'm kind of on this on on the lines of actually not that I'm not that I'm not wanting to support you know Captain Emmerich on this, but Conan's thinking more big picture. You know we're we're asking we're, there's more that we need from these people. You know remember you know they they've got all, all of our friends quarantined, and we'd like them to let them out from that. So let's my my b- biggest issue is is that sure that's all well and good, but the idea was. We're going to gain goodwill with the queens by dealing with their dragon problem. Mm-hmm. Now mm-hmm. the dragon problem is apparently gone for now mm-hmm. until it comes mm-hmm. back as an undead dragon. Um, but problems for future us. Yeah. <laughs> um, but now what do we have? How do we convince them that we are a powerful enough group that they should listen to us? And help us with everything else we explain to them. That's that's the thing, though. So I think the other issue is we were going to get paid to do this, to destroy this dragon or whatever. And that's obviously off the table. But even if we do, say we do tell the queens, like, hey, this is what we did. Your abbot is lying, but we don't, whatever, it's fine. But we can be helpful in another way. We can rid the quarantined people of their illness. So no one else in your town will get sick. Like, we can help in that way as well. And that'll prove two things. One, that we are helpful. Two, that we're better than... Face. Whatever I said, do five face. He's going to have about six different names by the end of this. (laughs) (laughs) And none of them is Abbott. <laughs> none of them is Abbott. <laughs> hey, Abbott. <laughs> um, but can we cure everyone of the disease? Well, that's what the book just told us. That's it said that we could. Right? We don't know the how though yet. We don't know. We the just how need yet. to translate it. Okay. All we need to so, do is transcribe it, translate it, cure them. I do think it might be a good idea to alert the queens that maybe that their abbot is um, not being entirely truthful. Uh, And And if we're not like aggressive about it, we're just like, hey, I want to let you know that your abbot might not be telling the truth. We could frame it as like, sure, he probably had a hand in it because he was also praying to his god. We also don't know what he was doing because if if I had to guess, he's not one that tackles confrontation very well. So I'm assuming he was running and hiding. I don't yeah. know. Like that's that's also why I want to talk to him and see what he was actually doing. Zone of truth in. And if he was actually praying, sure, but I know my mom had way more to do with it than anything else. And all of y'all were planning on attacking this thing. We were all planning on defending the city, so shouldn't we have a little bit of, like, hey, thanks for helping out? Instead of, like, this big party for one person that may or may not have done something? I don't know. Like, the whole thing is just... And, like, we should be helping the people that did get 
like burned down like their houses are probably gone buildings are gone just i don't know the whole like party thing is just really not i mean i guess that's an idea not going to the party and going to help people that are homeless but how can we help them well i have healing spells i can heal a couple of people i can bandage people i can play medic if anybody knows how to build like at least repair like briefly makeshift repairs for like windows and buildings and at least like help people find food and shelter for the night and like at least just be seen helping there wasn't people. much destruction in the city was there besides the fire besides the destruction that the, the, the dragon caused the dragon caused some and the earthquake caused some cracks but yeah um other than that there was not a lot of destruction the tidal wave caused a lot of um anything that wasn't sort of battened down it possibly got pulled out into the ocean and is floating there and so there, there were there's the possibility of some lost goods but ultimately the damage was to you know what the dragon did and then because of the earthquake that's Could not to say lives? that say that again Could any lives have been lost because of the type I'm of sure. the I mean, not, you, there's no you have no idea how much damage the dragon did before you walked out Mm-hmm. You saw him or it, you saw it um, blast a big fiery breath and then a poison coating after it onto one of the park areas. Presumably nobody was in the park anymore and he was just, or it, <laughs> I keep saying he, it was just, um, you know, show, showing power, showing force. Um, but there's, you know, there's no telling if, if. Presumably all of that probably got washed off with the wave as well. Yes. I mean that, and it's possible that some people got dragged out to sea. Uh, okay. But remember, Otto Otto went and flew and took a loop around the 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 port area, mm-hmm. and did and all he saw was people trying to quickly fish things out of the ocean and and put them back, you know, and sort of fix things. He did not see any like bodies floating or anything like that. One thing we could do is maybe ha- is you know have our ship assist with you know the recovery efforts uh, at the dock something we could do we could try doing that we could also make sure that people didn't get washed away anyone who wasn't yeah. in a building may have gotten washed out to sea and yep. right now they may be calling out for hey i'm missing i don't know even if it's just their pet that was out when the wave hit yeah well they're they're euphoric now over the fact that they defeated this their their near-term threat right but from our perspective there's a much bigger worse threat out there that they aren't even aware of. And our hopes were to use the solving of their short-term threat so then we have some clout, so then they will pay attention to us so we can prove to them that they need to assist us with this bigger threat, right? So, like, how do we accomplish that? That Because we need to show them that army that's out there. How did we do that the last time? Did we use the lens to... I think we did. Yeah, yeah, we used the lens, but the last time I tried to activate it, it showed me where my mom was and not the like projection of Laralac in the army. Because uh-huh. that's what I was trying to do. <laughs> the one day I was messing with it. Maybe the lens shows you what you want to see. I mean, we can tr- we can try it again, but that's also a risk because if it does project from the from another lens we might risk letting Laralac know where we are again 
That's true. And I mean, it's he probably already knows where we are, so it might be worth the risk, but... But if he doesn't, we don't necessarily want him to get to Calport before we're ready for Sooner it. than, yeah. My issue with helping the people is that I don't know how much goodwill that'll buy us with the queens. Yeah. I guess they do seem to care about their people. I mean, the whole quarantine thing was to help save their people from a possible sickness. And that is their job as the rulers of the city. Not to mention, even if it doesn't necessarily get us on good terms, like good enough terms to be like, hey, can we borrow your army? It will at least ingratiate us to the army and their families. So then you get, you know, volunteers. I mean, we're not exactly tired right now, besides reading all day. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, we're kind of (laughs) tired. I think that that's going to, that's only, that's a, that's like a maximum effort for minimum effect because you're only going to affect the the small number of people that you encounter face to face and we'll help them out. Sure. But we're doing the job that the monarchs of the city should really be doing. We need, I think we need to focus on trying to win the monarchs to our side because they're the ones who have the ability to assist us. They probably have rescue teams and and stuff out there already. Just because they're having a party in the palace doesn't mean they're also have people helping on the streets. Yeah. So, you know, when, when the library doors had opened, you saw that the, all the town guards, the, you know, the standing militia and, and the actual guards, and then also the Queens elite unit were trying to get people to safety. They weren't the, when the dragon was flying over, they weren't just, you know, hands off. They were trying to get people out of the path of this dangerous beast. So they're not uncaring in terms of, you know, trying to get make people safe. And they're probably trained for this more than we are, so our help may be welcome, but I don't know how much of an impact we can do just by... Because, like, yeah, sure, we can go and help with dancing lights and diving into the waters and helping rescue stuff. Um, I'm not sure how much of an impact that's going to do. I think the impact comes from the fact that we won't be attending the party, specifically when we were invited. I think that's where we're going to be like, hey, we still have a lot of work to do. And especially if we bring up the fact that we're working on a cure for the plague. Yeah. Quarantine folk. Yeah. I think there's something to be said for helping the little guys. I don't think that... Yes, our attention should be focused on the monarchs, and we really need to win them over, but I think that some little acts of something like this will go a long way. And we might run into some powerful merchant clan that needs help, and we might be able to help them, and they can put in some words. Like, word gets around. That's true. I don't know. We could also divide and conquer. We could, some of us could go out and help, and some of us can... uh, be a part of the party and represent our group and that sort of thing. I could also duel what's his face if we really want to go that route because that's not that's an option. I was thinking about that like all week. Well his reputation is at stake. So he's gonna do everything possible to defend it and discredit us and even use underhanded methods to get rid of us. If he wants, if he's going to ride this thing out, try to take credit. I can take him. <laughs> oh, why? I absolutely have 
complete confidence that you can take him. Yeah. Uh, you might not so be able to take I've, him right now because you recently were in the grass oh, no, right creature. Yeah. So I I'm think a we hurt right now. Oh, yeah, I think we should either out him, like force him to confess to not being the one responsible, or we should talk to directly to the queens. We do both at the same time. Out him to the queens. Mm, that might not go over well because he's going to want to talk over us. It might be better to. Okay, so how about we send some charismatic people in the group to whisper in the queen's ears during the party and be like, "Hey, so we don't want to cause a big fuss, but this is what we know happened. Actually, happened. The rest of our party is out there helping your people." But if we wait until the party's already happened, then the queens will have lost face, right? If they will, if they've already thrown a party celebrating him as victor, it's kind of hard to walk that back when you know the truth. Party's already underway; they can't back out already. And if it comes out later, like it's a bargaining chip they have against him in the long run as well. We don't have to necessarily do anything or expect them to do anything right now. It's just, hey, just so you know, when this happened, this is what was happening on our end. Take it as you will, kind of thing. And if I would say maybe the best way to try to play this off is say, and I know this may have ruffled some feathers with them earlier, but basically make it, try to make it off and say, hey, you've got two gods on your side. Isn't that an awesome thing? Yeah, like, we don't know if Straben had nothing to do with it. For all we know, Straben and Goris, or Straben was helping because Straben is related to Goris. I mean, we know now they're linked. Right. My, my biggest fear is that we try this, and then they, they, they essentially call us on it, and, you know, they do a zone of truth, or they do a divination, and it says, oh, yeah, no, only Straben was the one who, 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 who did anything. Then we're... No. I, I, I can tell you with 99.9% positivity that Goras had something to do with it because my mother would not be comatose otherwise. All right. We did something. If, even if it was like 20% of it and Straven did something else, Goras was a part of this. Yeah, I'm not, and I think that's the point we have to make, right? Sure, Straven may have helped. Straven is the god of the sea and it was a tidal wave. It kind of makes sense. But also... Our group was asking Goris for help, not Straven. Yeah. So, and Goris was looking out for y'all too. So it means that at the very least, Goris said, Hey, Straven, can you help these kids out? <laughs> <laughs> right, well, then I, yeah, I guess I will try to be as persuasive as I can. Okay. Well, we go out and see what we can do for the population. I mean, you know, one question is. Why did this happen now? Why wasn't he able to do this the many times before the dragon was attacking and plaguing the city? Why suddenly, when we show up and we've been appointed to try to look into it, on the day that we're, we're here, does this happen, right? You want my honest opinion? <laughs> <laughs> well, we're in the privacy of our room. Why not? <laughs> Because he's a goddamn coward that uses his religion to hide behind to ignore the plight of the people that need him the most. That's what it is. He's an opportunist. Yeah, that's how he yeah. got his position. He's going to take he advantage of will only take advantage when the situation benefits him. So people, wouldn't, it, wouldn't it feel good to make him 
wallow in his shame. (laughs) That's kind of what happens with all these like appointed things. That's why our people just stop doing all the king stuff. It's like I I get it now. It's easy to do. (laughs) I get it now, Marcel. (laughs) Which is why I'm like, sure, I'm the royal line. I'm not gonna do that. That's nice. We don't do that anymore. <laughs> we have a council of elders. It works fine. It just, trust me, it's better than this. <laughs> yeah, people don't like to share power. No, they don't. So, was there a coherent plan that was coming out of there? Um, I think the plan Still is. Still working on that. Hold on. I think the plan is. Konos goes to the party, somehow gets to talk to the queens and tells them discreetly what we think happened, or at least tell them our side of the story. Let the queens decide what to do with that information. Meanwhile, the rest of us go out and help in the harbor or wherever help is needed in the city. That way we also get the uh, people on our side. I have everything but one, like, I barely use my magic all day. I'm a bit hurt, but it's not like we're fighting things, we're just helping people. (laughs) Famous last words, but, um. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I mean, I'm fine with that. I think, I just think Emran would be, it would be better if Emran comes along with me. That way we can, we can say, um. You know, hey, you know, here is the voice of Goras herself. And yeah, but she's the healer one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it would be more impactful to see like the person who actually did the miracle to be out on the streets, even though they did the miracle, instead of sitting on the laurels and saying, Well, I saved the city, so my job here is done. <laughs> yeah, and honestly, I'm not that persuasive. If if they would like to speak with me in private after the party, tell them I will be available. But otherwise, I have a duty to the other to city, the people, to help in whatever. And if they want proof, my mom is still comatose in her room. She used literally every ounce of power that she had to help. So that should be thing I'd say all right so we have a plan plan. oh I I don't think going out and just interfacing helping a few people is going to I mean they'll yeah they'll appreciate it but the word's not going to get back to anybody I mean yeah it is even if it doesn't I I still would feel better Seeing the people, seeing the damage from my own eyes, seeing what's going on. Like, I don't, I don't want to go to this party. If I'm being really, really honest, I don't want to go to this party. I would rather and, go and out. Like, we just have to be slightly flashy with the helping. And to be honest, I don't think that's going to be a problem. <laughs> we have, we have memory to be the nice healer. And we have two really flashy, charismatic people who will, will add some magic to the mix. <laughs> We do have to make sure that we are like, we need to go up to someone and be like, hey, can we use magic to help? Because if we oh, just yeah, straight right. up use magic, we might be in trouble. Wait, what kind of magic was all magic is against? 
It is no yeah. casting in public. No casting in public. Yeah. So no. we need to get permission from someone to do something. And even yeah, if we can't, I have medical experience. I have bandages and. I mean, I can still medicine. swim in the water. It just would be nice yeah, to have some like, light to do it with. <laughs> and if I have to discreetly use a detect uh, or find object spell, I might be able to slide a hand something. I, I'd actually, I'm actually really interested in going to the party. Honestly, I'm curious to see how this plays out and how this is presented. Thank you, because this is touching on one of my real one of my real life fears, which is going to parties. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. I feel yeah. that. I, I, visit, I, I really want to visit the Abbot and have a word. <laughs> okay, so maybe oh, Axley and uh, Konos go to the party, and Marcel and I. That'll be good. The healer and the royalty go out and sure. All right, so first we have to find some kind of royal guard that's in charge. Yeah, we need to be like, hey, so do you permit magic use when cases of dire straits? So let me let me remind you, um, the rules, the the it says within Calport city walls, these are the rules that were posted and that you were presented with before you were even allowed to dock. It says no teleportation, no casting in public, no concealed weaponry. No open deity worship. No fighting, except in designated areas. No fighting, excepting sanctioned duels. And it says, by order of Captain Lord Tobik, Baron of Jinnuk, Steward of Welltusk, enforced by the Queen's decree. Didn't we technically break one of those by teleporting within the city walls? <laughs> and by calling down an entire divine yeah, intervention? Yeah, Possibly. <laughs> I was going to say, I have a question. Oh, it's like uh, does the abbot wear his symbol of Straven out like in public? Have I seen it? Um, you have not seen the abbot go in public. Okay, he wears You've only it. Seen him in the in the how in the royal house, and you would presume that he also spends time in the temple of Straven. And I've seen like a symbol of Straven, like openly on his person yes mm-hmm. yep okay. he has embroidery on his vestments and he also wears mm-hmm. a amulet around his neck mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. so no open deity worship but they do unless it's draven or is it just no open deity worship at all you did not ask for clarification at the time that's true okay so i guess okay. emran and i are looking for captain of the guard or something yeah. To inquire about using, and if you're gonna if you're gonna go directly to talk to the queens, Konos, I'll go with you. I mean, okay. I'll, I'll hang around. It can't hurt. Yeah, I guess. Uh, yeah, my, we might as well you know, head to this head to this party and do what we can and see if there's any way we can you know, get dolled up a little bit in the process. <laughs> yeah. yeah, let's dress it up. I'm gonna I'm gonna wear the monocle because that'll make me look distinguished. Plus, it's it you know it lets me see invisible or yeah. another thing. So why not? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So the plan is that Konos and Axley now are gonna get gussied up and go to the ball, right? And Emeryn yeah. and Marcel are going to go out into the town and inquire as to whether they can openly use magic in order to help uh yeah fix town and help people 
yeah so no nothing like bad like dangerous magic just healing spells and light spells to help illuminate the darkness yeah i mean when you go outside it's it's pretty easy to see that there are guards posted at various different places and they're trying to direct people um to safety or to help clean up or you know there there are a few people trying to um you know help coordinate a volunteer effort of of city cleanup and there are some people you know with the equivalent of clipboards you know trying to write down where there's damage for example some of the buildings have big cracks in them and they're they're taking notes of those and all that so it's pretty easy to find somebody who is looks in charge mm-hmm. right who, who is taking a position of authority okay uh we'll go to the flashiest looking one then <laughs> okay um the probably the flashiest person um is a human woman and she is wearing not armor but um robes with some gold inlay and a symbol on the shoulder that looks like um an anchor and a box and a couple of coins and she seems to be pretty official okay uh so we'll walk up to her I guess. Hello. <laughs> Hello. How, how's how are things going here? Very well, considering. The, I mean, um, yeah, that was a that was a pretty big scare. Mm-hmm. Yes, it was. Do you think? Do you think the 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 the, the ground shaking and the dragon, like, did the dragon did that, or does this city just have the worst luck ever? Um, we have had earthquakes in the past, but never when the dragon was here before. Okay, so just maybe bad luck. Um, we just were wondering if we could I would, I would choose not to believe that our city is a city of bad luck, but okay. (laughs) No, I mean that you just had bad luck this one time, uh, that it happened Ah, at the same time. Uh, Not that you have bad luck in general. Ah, okay. Hopefully. Um, (laughs) and, and you are? Oh, um, Marcel Duran. Ah, and I'm Minister Sabatine. I am the chief of the Merchants Guild. What can I do for you? Um, chief of the Merchants Guild. Well, um, Emrin here and I were wondering if we could be of any assistance in helping up, with, uh, helping the city with its recent problems. Uh, since you seem to, well, a lot happened. Yes, a lot happened. Uh, what would you like to do? Do you have ideas? I mean, many of the people are are scrambling around just trying to gather their own possessions and to make sure that all of their loved ones are accounted for. This is yeah. not an easy so task, necessarily. It, it, it really depends on, on how strict the whole no, don't use magic is uh, when it comes to dire straits like these. Because... Mm-hmm. Uh, Emrin is a pretty good healer here, so if anyone needs help with healing, um, but some of that might be magical healing, and I believe that is not permitted under normal circumstances. I would like to believe that nobody would complain if you used magical methods to help them. 
I have no authority in that area. You would have to get a um, approval from the chief magistrate in order to do that. Do you know where he is? Um, well, he um, is a she. <laughs> and uh, her name is Virus. And she is probably in the royal hall right now. She is uh, directly, she is in, in the direct um, council to advise the queens. Ah. Well, I suppose we could go there then. Emeryn, do you want I'm, to- as I said, I, I, I don't think anyone would complain if you performed magical deeds to help them. No, we just don't want to get in trouble while helping. I'm not sure they'll let you into the Royal Hall at this point. There is a gala going on, you know. Oh, yes, we were invited. Don't worry. Ah, and why are, why are you out here then? Well, we figured it was more important to help the people than party when people might be missing loved ones or being injured. I see. And what was your name again? Marcel. And your name? Uh, Emron. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what, if you go along and you use magic to help people, I will speak for you if someone tries to intervene or arrest you. I suppose that could work. I could also possibly... Never mind. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I just sent her a message and I'm like, nope, that's casting. That would probably be a really bad idea. (laughs) (laughs) Like, hey, can I use magic? I'm using magic right now. I hope that's okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um... All right. Well, if you point us in the direction of where um, there is need. Probably down by the docks. That seems to be where the majority of the force from the waves happened. Um, Although several of the parks have been scorched and it's possible there might still be fires. Mm. That's those are the two places I've been trying to send people. I have my agents out taking note of all of the damage that needs to be fixed before it becomes permanent damage. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you have anyone you can trust to, to send towards where there may be fires still uh, active? Anyone I trust. But I'm not, uh, not sure what you're asking. I can conjure some help to put out the fires. Um, the, the refuse men are working on that. They're led by Citric. Okay. I guess I'll go talk to Citric. He's a rat man. Don't be surprised. Oh, they're fine. They're really nice people, actually. She obviously has a look of surprise on her face. Oh. Oh, they know it? All right. 
Uh, well, they don't have the best reputation. Oh. There's a reason they're the refuse men. They deal with all the trash in the city. There's a lot of things you can find in the trash, I'm sure. Probably, if you go through it. Yes. But <laughs> that means you have to go through the trash. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, I'll do that, and um, worse comes to worse, we just say it was Draben who helped put out the fires. Right? Is he going to bring another tidal wave to put all the fires oh, out? No, Is that no. what's going to happen? It's, it's tiny, tiny, tiny tidal wave. Tiny tidal waves. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. Okay, well... <laughs> Are you sure you're okay? I, you know, we do have an infirmary. We have an infirmary set up down down near the docks. There's an infirmary for for the wounded. Quite okay. Um, it's not just for people with physical wounds, you know. Uh huh. I'm sure. All right, Emmerine. Good luck healing people. <laughs> Thanks. Oh well. <laughs> um. Yeah. I'll message you right. if I need anything, but okay. um, meet back here in a couple hours, check in. Sure. Okay. Um, and I turn to Sabatine and mm -hmm. uh, thank her. Um, we'll try and be as discreet as possible, but uh, we appreciate your uh, faith in us and your word. Anything to help. I will fully support anything to help. I'm um, quite upset that they're throwing a ball so soon when we have not taken care of the yeah, town. We were thinking the same thing, honestly. It's a disgrace as far as I'm concerned. Emerin bows to hide a smirk and then turns on her heel and walks away. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it was the abbot's idea. And I walk away. <laughs> Um, since you walked away, you you don't see the you don't see the look on her face. <laughs> uh, so Imran, you're gonna go down to where the infirmary is. Then is that what I'm what I'm hearing? Yeah. Or you're gonna go? You're just gonna go look for people who are sick, or what are you? What's your plan? Um, I'll probably kind of. On the way there, just like check buildings, people just like check in with people as I go. And once I'm there, check in there and just kind of wander around wherever it looks like needs help. So, um, astonishingly, there are not a lot of injured people. The people that you, uh, when you knock on doors or when you're just sort of looking around as you're making your way down to where the infirmary is, the people that you find that are injured have burn injuries they don't have um water injuries or partial drowning or anything like that they're all burns or contact poison mm -hmm. um there are people who did die um from poison inhalation because the dual dragon was spraying out fire and then a puff of poisonous gas. So anyone in that area who 
might've been running away from the flames and did not get burned also might've accidentally breathed in the gas because they didn't know that was coming necessarily. Um, mm-hmm. So that you find that very few people actually died, maybe 10 total out of this city, which has a relatively large population. So that's good news, but not for those 10 people and their families, of course, but there's a very low death toll, but there is a high burn rate. So Mm -hmm. several hundred people got burned. Um, And uh, a lot of them are in the infirmary. So uh, if you want to, I'm not sure how you want to deal with them. If you, you're going to triage them so that you deal with the most injured first, or are you going to cast healing? Are you just going to use your medicine skill? I'm not sure how you, how you want to Um, do it. Yeah. Anybody that looks like really, really injured, like close to dying, I will Mm -hmm. use magic on. Um, Anyone else, I will just like patch up as best I can, like give them as much Mm -hmm. uh, comfort as they need and then kind of just make my rounds that way. But definitely using magic on anybody that looks like they are on death's door. Okay. Um, are you going to make your way to the infirmary, or are you going to try to stop at every house in between? Um, I won't stop at every house, but if there's, like, a particular section that looks like it was burned or, like, crumbled or, like, I see people, like, in distress, I'll pause. Um, mm-hmm. But other than that, I'd beeline it for the infirmary then. Okay. Um, and Car- uh, Marcel, what's, what, are, what are you doing? Well, I'll look for the rat folk. What was his name again? Um, his name is Citric. Okay. So I'll ask around for Citric, see where he is. He or she, I can't remember. I think he said. It's a he. Um, you start asking for Citric, and when you ask for Citric, uh, any, like, regular commoner human person kind of goes oh and they and they just kind of point at some nearby rat men mm-hmm. um and like move away from you as soon as possible <laughs> uh, <laughs> um and and three or four times that happens but the rat men that they pointed at were not citric um but uh those rat men tell you that uh if you go to if you go down to Lower City, that he is uh, trying to coordinate everything from Lower City. Okay. All right. And so... Make my way there. Yeah. So Lower City is the part of the town that has um, low-income residents, uh, sort of middle-income residents, and a lot of graveyards. So it's it's not... Um, it's, it's literally low... Um, down towards the waterline. It's not, it's sort of um, south of the, the port area. Okay. Um, and so it's not, uh, so, you know, the, the, the town is on a hill, right? Cause it, the hill kind of comes up and it comes down to the, to the lake, the ocean now. Um, and so the port is there and then just south of it is sort of the low, what they call low city. Okay. The dragon was definitely not just attacking like we saw it in the yes, area up, up near you, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, and and but up up in that area, all of those fires have been put out, and there's a, there were 
there was obviously a large effort to get all of those fires out as soon as possible, right? But down in the lower city, no one gives a damn. Right, <laughs> uh, except the rat. The rats are trying to, yeah. Yeah, okay. So, and, and the people who live there are also trying to put those fires out. What The problem is that also lots of the structures down there are wooden instead of mostly stone. Like up in the northern part of this city, it's, it's more wealthy, so there's a more stone structure and less wood reliant whereas in low city and at the docks there's lots of wood okay um do i come upon any fires looking for him as i get to the lower city Mm -mm. nope in fact there's a lot of smoke in the air because it's pretty obvious they've been putting out the fires pretty consistently okay so imarin um roll me a d100 percentage dice okay 36 um so in the infirmary, when you cast, when you find somebody who is, who is, as you put it, on death's door and you go to cast your heal spell, mm-hmm. y- you're trying to not make it obvious because you're worried about, you know, people accusing you of breaking the law. Sure. I mean, you are, right? I mean, yeah, maybe yeah, you're yeah. not. Okay. Uh, but as you, as you sort of put your hands on this burn victim and you start to cast the spell a bright light comes out of your hands and it sweeps almost like a fog over the entire infirmary and it heals roughly 74% of the people in the infirmary with that one spell and the helpers in the infirmary, like, st- they stop everything and they're just looking at you with looks of awe and questioning what's happening. <laughs> That's new. And they're speechless. They're just, it's, it literally, it got so quiet you can hear a pin drop. Oh God, I, oh don't like that i'm just gonna keep on moving (laughs) okay um marcel you get down to where the ratmen are and you can see one sort of prominent larger not taller but more rotund ratman um sort of directing some others in a language that you don't understand but uh, obviously he's some sort of imposing figure he's either the leader or someone they look up to okay uh i'll approach and go hello is uh, are you citric i am and he turns and he kind of looks up and then oh and looks down has to look down at you hello there hi sorry not really that much for tall um Mm. latrinian um you know what latrinians are right well that must be you uh, I guess uh, rat folk in general don't know much about Lutrinians. I guess we don't, you know, we're more ocean people. Anyways, um, I was told I think that I've seen in- some of you. I'm sure you have. On I some mean, boats. That makes sense. Uh- <laughs> Your trash is extremely interesting. You don't, I- throw, you don't throw away much. Mm, well, we're thrifty people. Mm, I like that. Yeah. Except 
would be more lucrative for me if you threw away a lot of things. But anyway, what can I do for you? <laughs> I was told you were in charge of the fires, and I was wondering if you had any fires that were out of control or needed a special help. They're mostly all out. We put them uh, out. We're, we make a pretty good bucket brigade. Well, that's great to hear. Um, there, weren't, there weren't very many. Don't spread it around. It was pretty easy this time. Last time, he burned almost all of Lowtown. Whew, so this wasn't his first flyby. No. Interesting. So how many people died last time? Mm, I, I'm, I don't keep track of that. Mm. Okay. A lot, though, because then they put all their stuff out on the street to be picked up. Some interesting finds there. I bet. Mm. See, that's what I told the other people. They were like, oh, yeah, rat folk. Ooh. And I'm just like, are you kidding me? They must find some really fascinating stuff in the trash. We do. You oh, know, God. these humans, they throw away a lot of junk, but some of the stuff that they throw away, it's really, really valuable if they would just clean it off a little bit. I don't know. Something about last year's model. They just, they're just in ignorant. They're ignorant. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they, they just don't quite appreciate the things they have. They just throw it out. That's right. They do. Meanwhile, I have a whole warehouse. You would think they would finally let me into the Merchant's Guild, but do they? No, of course not. They don't want anything to do with me. But anyway, what can I do for you? Well, honestly, I was just out to help people. Um, so I was here to help you with the fires, but apparently the fires oh. are all under control, which yeah. is good. Um, mm. Is there any, any, anything else that like needs help? <sighs> needs help. Well, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of, detritus out by the docks they won't let us go out there because they're afraid we're going to pick it up and treat it like trash but so take it with you well the rule says any trash i get to keep so right they won't let us touch it because then we get to keep it so yeah but uh so they might need help but mm, nothing nothing too important i mean that you know if you like help them they won't help you out they'll just say thanks and then they'll keep yeah. their goods and they don't let you in on any of the profit sharing or any of the you know job sharing or anything like that it's kind of ridiculous you know yeah the merchants tend to be a bit stingy mm -hmm. they do they keep all their gold yeah do you keep all your gold i don't have any gold well you're i meant you know gold and gold Oh, no, it's my people. Right. See, that's, the, that's why they don't let you into the merchant skill. Yeah, probably. <laughs> You're probably better off, though. <laughs> I probably am. But then again, maybe I could have some gold if they let me in. Yeah, but then what do you do with the gold? Share it with my people, and then we would all be richer. See, isn't that better? Yeah, but gold, gold is... Gold is gold, but like things that you get with gold is, is more important, right? And what if you get them without the gold? Some of my people think it might be better to be able to buy things new rather than always having to get the cast-offs. I mean, that's fair. But you know, there's something about non-new things. Like even my sword's not new. It's, it's like 1500th hand and it's pretty cool. 1500th and it's still not in the trash well yeah it's amazing we just pass it down and, and it's and really like he's, he's checking it out he's like 
from family to family to family, right? See, and it's still good as new because we take care of it. <sighs> That's really See nice. That? I have something like that too. Yeah? What do you have? Yes. It is an old relic that my great, 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 great grandpa gave me. He said it came from his great, great grandpa, but I never met him, so I don't really know. I mean, it probably did. Does it? It probably did. Yes. What? What? What is? What? Like? What is it? Does it do anything special? I don't know. I can't figure out how to activate it. Yeah, those things are tricky. Um, yeah. Not to mention, you know, well, not in the city. I know. Isn't that a ridiculous rule? We used to be able to do lots of things, but they don't let us do anything. But why did they stop it? It's not like all magic is harmful. I don't know. They make all Mm. kinds of rules. Like the rule that we have to live out there. We have Rat Town outside of the city walls. That way we can do whatever we want. I mean, at least you can do magic there. Mm -hmm. Most of my people aren't good at that, though. But we are good at gambling. Have you ever gambled? You should come to a gambling party. I'll invite, I'm giving you my personal invitation. Let's go. You can come to our perfect gambling night. We're going to do it tonight where they're having their big ball. Really? So you guys are partying as well? (laughs) No, I mean, if they're going to party, we've already helped them as much as possible and they're going to party. So we might as well party. Well, I'm glad to know that you guys are doing well enough to be able to party. Well. You haven't seen Rat Town, have you? No. The party's more about the attitude than the well-off. Yeah. I mean, I I wasn't talking about, like, mm, trappings, because that's just what it is, right? Mm -hmm. I was just talking about, like, no missing people or hurt people or dead people Mm -hmm. to worry Mm -hmm. about to dampen the, the, Mm -hmm. the attitude. Yeah. That's what I meant. Hey, were you outside when the big wave came and took the dragon? Oh, I had a front row seat. Did you see the water? Ooh, it was water? Did you see the water down at the bottom? What are you getting at? It was golden yellow. It was amazing. I've never seen the sun hit it like that and create that that kind of prism effect to make it yellow white. It was amazing. Like magical? I don't know about that, but it was amazing. It came in, and then when it came out and formed the big wave, it was almost like a big golden hand coming out. It was amazing. Oh, interesting. So it didn't look like uh, like the water itself. It looked like someone but was... You didn't see it? Well, I saw the tip of the... I was way up top. All of my rat men think I'm seeing things, too. I was hoping you'd saw it. I saw more of the fingers than the base of the hand. Saw a whole arm and hand come out. It was amazing. Yeah, I, I was a bit maybe too close to the dragon for my liking, to be honest. And I was more mm. concentrating on making sure it didn't breathe fire and... Did you know it breathes gas after the fire? That is messed up. That's new. Really? Have you seen it only do fire before? Fire before and lightning once, but never that green smoke. Wait, lightning? Yeah, the last one. The The last dragon that came. Fire and lightning. And the storm... 
dragons came and fought it off. Wait, they told me they're not dragons. They're storm something. But they came and fought it off and it left. But it did a bunch of lightning. Was it the same dragon? I don't know. Did it have green scales? I don't know if I saw it that close. I mean, that's fair. You don't want to get that close. Yeah, my fur doesn't do well in the heat. Yeah. I like keeping mine at least a bit humid. Or else it gets all, like, stiff. Yeah. So are you going to come gambling? No. <laughs> oh, oh, darn it. <sighs> okay. All right, well, I got work to do, so I guess, I guess yeah. maybe I'll see you around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, go, you get your work done so you can go party. Hmm. Not party. Gamble. Gambling. At the party. It's competition. Right. Yeah. I'm terrible at gambling. <laughs> All the better. <laughs> I don't trust my dice for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's have Caro do gambling. <laughs> Come back the next day. So we lost the curiosity. <laughs> no! <laughs> okay, so let's let's shift over to Konos and Axley. Um, uh, did you get all gussied up? Yeah, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Konos is wearing like um, I, I guess like what, what would pass for like something close like to a tux with like really really long. Uh, you know, tail, like jacket tails. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he is like constantly like fidgeting and like adjusting. Like it's it's, it's either like one size too big or one or one size too small. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. he is nervous. <laughs> okay. What about Axley? Um, a um, a shiny, shimmering green cloak, like a metallic green cloak with like a a toga. <laughs> Toga across the top <laughs> with like little nice. gold bits and bobs down the toga. <laughs> okay. Monocle. <laughs> nice. Um, so uh, you, if you go to the ball, the ball is in a room that is off of the throne room. So it's basically to the, to the, west of the throne room um but when you go to the ball what everyone does first is they go and pay their respects to the queens and then they go into the ball so you're you're sort of funneled in that way because that's what's supposed to happen um and as you enter the throne room to give your respects to the queens uh basically it looks almost exactly the same as it looked before except there are some banners up, some some sort of um, drapey flag type banners that um, have the symbol of Strayman on it, which is a circle with three wavy lines, and um, a couple of other symbols that you recognize as things that had been embroidered on the, the queen's clothing and whatnot. So it must be the symbol of the queen's, the personal crests of the queen's. Um, and you notice that also there are... Um, 
four shield guardians in the room. Um, so shield guardians are these really tall, basically metal, oh, they almost look like constructs, but they look like really huge people in enormous suits of armor. Uh, and you know that they are obviously there to protect the throne room. Um, they're pretty dangerous, you can tell just from looking at them. And otherwise, it doesn't look like anything else is out of place or anything like that. Um, but basically, there is a procession line, and you're coming through, and you'll end up going through and, you know, bowing or whatever, paying your respects to the queens as you go through. So the question, so so after that happens, after all of the guests have done that, then you'll go to the ball. This is how it generally works, and you would know this. So then you'll go to the ball, and in the at the ball, after the whole procession line has gone, at the ball, after everybody's had a chance to mingle for a few minutes, then they will present the queens in the ballroom. Okay, so the question is, do you want to try to speak to the queens during the procession, or do you want to speak to the queens during the ball? Or do you even want to speak to the queens at all? I when I, I would think I think like when when we're when we're paying our respects I would I would tell them you know, like, you know we're relieved that you're safe your highnesses our comrades Emerin and Marcel send their regrets that they could not attend this evening they are currently aiding the survivors of the dragon's rampage out in the city. Oh, how nice! That is very commendable. And will the abbot be regaling us with his story of how he? brought about the end to this this mighty dragon? I am sure that he will tell you if you ask him. Oh, I'll be sure to do that. Uh, this gala is to celebrate him. So perhaps he will be telling a scribe so that they can re record it in the annals of Calport. It's possible that you could sit in on that as well. Oh, that'd be wonderful. Have you found your stay lovely here? Did you enjoy the library? It was amazing. I see. I've never seen anything of its like. I it hope is, to spend more time there if possible. It is very, very wonderful, isn't it? The amount of knowledge in that library is more than any other place on Earth. I think you could spend more than one lifetime there and still not quench your thirst for knowledge. Perhaps. Yes, we were only there for part of a day, and yet it still feel, feels like we were there for years and only barely scratched the surface. Mm, yes. Tavros does have that effect on people. He is so old that it makes you feel as though you've been there forever, so to speak. She kind of giggles. <laughs> In that kind of way that queens aren't supposed to giggle, you know? End of this. Yes, in fact, it was very shocking when we exited the library. We walked right out into the dragon's wrath. That was a, a shock to uh, ah, yes. leave our studies. Well, we suspected that he would be coming again soon because all of the signs were there we tried to warn you 
Yes, you did. Emerin's <laughs> <In> face. <laughs> <laughs> well, perhaps later we can meet up and we can tell you our story of uh, the, the conflict with the dragon. Uh, perhaps. When would you like to do so? Oh, maybe we can, we'll look for you in the ballroom when we have some time. I'm sure you have many hands to shake and bows to accept. Such is the duty of a queen. A pleasure to talk to you again, your highnesses, highness, I, highnesses. <laughs> your highness is fine. Thank you. <laughs> and she looks to the next person in line as if to say, move along. Let's proceed inside. Yeah. Um, roll me a perception check. Tw- natural 20. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> you notice that... Um, 20. 30, 20, sorry. How much? Uh, 20 total. Okay. Um, both of you notice that as you move on, the next person in line is interrupted by one of the queen's advisors bending down and whispering something in her ear. And actually, you see that there is a person following you, the two of you, who is invisible. He is dressed in, um, like, court clothing. He's not wearing armor or anything. He's just wearing the um, garb of a sort of squire who runs errands for the royals in the court. But he is invisible and he is following you. He's a human. And because he's invisible, he's not, like, trying to, like, hide. He's just trying not to bump into other people, but he's not hiding. He's, he's following you. Okay. And, but he's not interacting with anyone. He's just staying at a distance and kind of moving as we move. Right. Okay. All right. We'll move inside. Okay. And so you get over into the main ballroom and it is pretty much what you might expect from a kind of pseudo-medieval scene. There are a bunch of very well-dressed people dancing in the middle. Um, A sort of formalized ball dance. You walk into uh, this ball and there are people well-dressed dancing in the middle area. There's pillars around. There's a big, enormous like chandelier lighting the entire place. There are tables with food along the two walls on the east and west, and there are, you know, assistants there to help you, you know, get a plate or get silverware or refill the food or whatever. Um, And there are several various different groups of people milling about and talking to each other. Um, Yeah, so typical kind of enormous rich person party. I want to keep my eye out for the abbot if I can find them and just try to just keep my eyes on him. Yeah, let's, okay. do we know where he is? Do we see him? Uh, roll a perception check. Seven. Eighteen. 
Uh, you don't see the abbot, but you do see a couple of acolytes of Straben that are sort of in the back corner near where one of the one of the doors, uh, the sort of private doors are. They're not secret doors, but they're private doors. So you might assume that that is where the abbot is going to enter the ball when he gets ready. I'll point those two out to actually say, "Hey, that's mm-hmm. don't see him yet, but that's, uh, there's a couple folks dressed in." You know, clergy garb up there. That's probably where he's going to come from. Excellent. Let's. I, I'm hungry. Let's go check out this spread. Let's go see sure. what the <laughs> delicacies they prepared for us. Yep. <laughs> grab, a, grab a plate. Yes, I'm, I'm going to balance several plates. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, is there is there any food that's like incredibly like powdered, sugary, and incredibly like oh, no. bright in color and slimy and sticky puddings. Ah. <laughs> um, most of it's probably finger food, but mm. knowing the royalty, there probably are some things that are, you know, relatively slimy kind of, you know, uh, delicate delicacies, right. That, that are um, kind of gross and that an, a, a non-royal, non-noble probably would not eat mm-hmm. um so yeah you can probably find something i don't know some something like um you know fresh octopus legs or you know some some kind of um uncooked caviar type you know food <laughs> any desserts yeah. that have like sticky like cream filling or raspberry any beignets, powdered sugar. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I, I'm sure you can find ample, you know, sort of puff pastry type things filled with various different fruit fillings and, and custardy type things for sure. Yeah. Okay. I don't, I'll I don't see why not. I mean, they go all out, right? Like this is, yeah, yeah this is a show of, of wealth and, and, you know, um, you know, I, you know, the, the thing is like the reason that they would be having, the ball, even though the the dragon, you know, just happened and there's still damage in town, they're trying to show, oh, see, we're still doing business as usual. We're still able to provide, you know, the noble houses with with the best of the best. And so, you know, you're getting, you know, the best pastry chefs cooking the best pastries, making the best types of custards, the best, you know, fruit fillings, the, the best everything. Eel um, pie, boiled flamingo livers, all that. Yeah, yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got, you've got the, you know, yeah, Good you've got, delicacies. yeah, yeah. You've got fresh eel, cooked eel, you know, skinned eel, dried eel. You've got, you've got the all manner of everything, right? Um, in in whatever variation, right? You've got escargot. You've got escar didn't go. Escar went. You know, escar went. Yeah, you've you've got you know cooked cooked snails, raw snails, snails with you know butter sauce, snails with a creamy tart tartar sauce. You know, you've got every manner of that's mostly seafood, right? There's no like beef or chicken really. It's all either seafood or it's um it's like the other internal organs of animals that are sort of less. It's like livers and like the sweetbreads, which are really like, you know, adrenal glands and whatnot, or you know, different different internal organs that are like the gross ones that normal people don't eat, right? You only eat these if you're really well off and you can afford to eat a little bit of very rich food. Yep. So. Excellent. Wait, I'm Coda. gonna get a I'm gonna get a good bowl of tartar sauce <laughs> with a bunch of stuff on the side. Yeah. Okay. Caviar. 
Conus makes a point like anytime he sees someone with you know with a plate of octopus, he just like how can you eat that? Kind of kind of look on his face like. I'm gonna I'm gonna actually fix a few plates for Conos too and push up his way and say, Conos, uh, I think you're gonna want to hold on to these uh, as this evening uh, reveals itself. And I wink at him through the monocle. They may prove useful. <laughs> okay, okay, all right. I'll hold on to these. Sounds good. Occasionally take a little nibble, but yeah. Where is this person? Is he following us? Yeah, he's still following you. I mean, he's like I said, he's not like hiding because he knows he's invisible. So he's he's trying not to touch anyone else because that would reveal that he's there. But he's he's not. Um, you know, he's just basically openly following you. But and he's okay. invisible, so he's not openly following you. But yeah. Know. So I want to. Is there a, a corner of the room that I can maybe maneuver him into if I pretend like I'm not aware of him? That would be a good spot to like back him into a corner. Let's see. How would I do that? Uh, why don't you give me... Oh, give me a performance check. Okay. Did you tell Konos? You didn't tell Konos, did you? Oh, I hinted at it. I don't, I don't think oh. I got a chance if he's close, right? I don't yeah. want him to overhear. Okay, performance. I mean, he's a few feet behind you. He's not like... I rolled behind. a natural 20, and my performance <laughs> is plus, plus uh, six. Okay. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, yeah, you easily can get him in a corner. I'm going to die all night. <laughs> <laughs> when you need it to roll really high, it's going to fail you. Yeah, so you yeah exactly. <laughs> uh, you okay. easily trap him. What are you? I just want him to be in a corner where he's got a very limited way that he can mm-hmm. go. He's, you know, I know okay. exactly where he is. Okay. So you okay. sort of moved so that you're in the corner and then you kind of backed up so that he can't back to it. Yeah. Yeah. He can't really get away from you. And then Konos is right there with you. Yeah. And he probably thinks he's in a good spot because he can't like have someone come stumble into him from behind. So, okay. Okay. I'll just stay still there. What's going on in the, in the whole room? The the problem with it is that you are now in the other corner compared to where the door, where you think that the abbot is going to come out of. That's the only problem with the plan because you couldn't do it in that corner because the two acolytes were there. Mm-hmm. So um, otherwise what's going on is people are just uh, having a big party. They're dancing. There are people going to the food back and forth. And there, there are a few tables set up in the back and they're sort of standing around them and just people having a good time. All very wealthy, noble people or people who belong to the court who, um, you know, you're, you're not sure if they're there because they're trying to actually show off or if, you know, it would be detrimental to their family if they did not go, right? Mm-hmm. So um, just in terms of the, the motivation there, you're not really sure. Because some of the people definitely don't look happy, right? They look, you know, they're just there because they have to be. Mm-hmm. So let's uh, switch back to Imran and Marcel real quick. So, Marcel, you just finished talking to um, Citric, the the rat refuse yeah. men leader. I, since I'm close, I'm going to wander towards the harbor to okay. see what kind of mess is going on over there. Mm-hmm. There are many, many people sort of, you know, trying to make human chains to, to grab things that are sort of floating. And uh, there's several people trying to repair 
dock boards and trying to make sure that the ships are anchored and, and aren't going to float away and things like that. There's a lot of activity over there. Okay. And they're just trying to recover things from the water. That's what it looks like, yeah. Or they're repairing the docks themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I'll look to see if there's anyone, like, coordinating efforts. Not really. I mean, well, so you can walk through the dock area, down the docks. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, roll me a perception check. Okay, uh, 17. You get about halfway through the dock area, because the, there's a very long dock area, and then they have docks that come out into the water. So there's right. sort of the, what we would call the boardwalk area, right? And then there's docks going out. When you get about halfway down that boardwalk area, you're looking at somebody on the far end away from you, and it looks like a human male, and he is directing and ordering people around and it looks very familiar and as you walk closer after a couple of minutes you realize that's shark face i thought he was can i throw him in the water can you throw him <laughs> in the water okay uh so it's shark face <laughs> and human <laughs> <laughs> In his, like, human disguise. Um, fascinating. What is he doing? Like, coordinating people to, like, help? He's Yeah, he's telling people how to make sure they don't accidentally make it worse by getting out in the water and getting stuck and needing people to, you know. He's, uh -huh. you know, coordinating people to use big nets instead of have a big human chain out far out into the ocean and... You know, getting little boats together and getting them in groups to go out and gather all the materials. I mean, he looks like he's he's directing he the he's efforts. Doing. Yeah. Looks like okay. it. Okay. All right. Well, I'll make my way towards him. Okay. Um do we have a, do we have a name for Sharkface besides Sharkface? <laughs> I can't remember. You never asked. Right. We never asked. We never cared. <laughs> All you know is that his brother's name is Lucanius. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll walk up to him and uh, try to catch his eye, like wave my hand or something since I'm <laughs> tiny. <laughs> Down here! <laughs> <laughs> oh, good, you're alive. Excellent. Well, yes. What's happening? Thanks. Thanks mostly to Emerin, of course, her savior. Ah, yes, well. Yes, well. Well, I mean, of course, right? Isn't I she thought you were in a uh, person. Well, yes. Um, I thought you were in the quarantine area. I was, but when the big tidal wave came, it destroyed a lot of the oceanfront area there, so I started organizing people, and we fixed it up. How are the people in the quarantine area? They seem to be okay. Okay, so no damage. I mean, I didn't, no. I didn't go look to see if they're still, you know, diseased and all that. I, I stayed away from them because I didn't want to be forced to quarantine more again. That's fair. 
So you didn't see your brother? I did not. Okay. So are your shark helping it as well? Is the what? You have like sharks that work for you, don't you? What do you mean? No? Okay. I thought there was like I, sharks around your ship. Uh, well, of course there were, but they're in the water. They stay in the water. They can't. They're not eating people who fell in the water, right? Well, no, of course not. Right. But they're not helping people out of the water either. Well, would it help if a big shark came swimming <laughs> near you? When you're uh, scared of being pulled out to sea further? Probably not. Uh, not a good idea, I guess. That's what I thought. How's the, how's, the, how's the lighting situation going on here? Like, how are they working? Like, how are they finding things? Because it's getting dark, isn't it? It is getting dark. Uh, most of them are holding torches. So finding things in the water is boat with a torch. Right. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Okay. They're mostly looking for people in movement now. Kind of calling out and hoping for a response. Right. If there's anyone. So did, have you, have you, uh, uh, people saying that there's missing people or I, I heard there was for the most part, no problems there. I have not heard of, um, any people myself. Just contents of crates and such. I'm surprised the Merchants Guild isn't here trying to organize this. Well, uh, I'm not surprised. <laughs> <laughs> there's no money in helping people. <laughs> there's, there's a lot of money in saving your cargo from sinking to the bottom of the ocean. I don't think any of the warehouses were damaged, and the ships here are all insured. Sounds about right. Well, I guess I should leave you to your work. And maybe don't flaunt my status as clout next time. I had to get it so that they would let you in right away. What kind of effort are you making to get the quarantine released? We're working on it. We were going to mm -hmm. deal with the dragon in exchange for And they wouldn't have it. even listened to you or heard you at all if they didn't know you were royalty. <sighs> you certainly weren't going to tell them, were you? Why would I? It's not like it means anything. Why it's wouldn't just... you? It means something to them. It doesn't have to mean anything to you. I suppose you're right. But I don't have to like it. <laughs> that is true. There's lots of things I don't like too. We may have a lead on cure on, on helping your brother, by the way. Oh yes. What is it? We don't know yet. It's complicated. But we're working on it. And I figured you'd want to know. This obviously isn't helping because it's got us all distracted, but uh Yes, did you see the big wave? 
I heard something about golden hand, gold, gold light in the base. Did you see anything? No, I didn't see any of that. But I saw a big wave. It was well, amazing. Yes. Well, that's what Amarin did. The what? It was us. Who else was it going to be? Who else in this place has the power known. to call on the I should have known. <laughs> I should have known it was you. I knew of course, it. the 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 was royal it the amulet? Power. What? The amulet. Which amulet? The one around your neck. No. <laughs> oh, it's not what? around my. How did you do that then? <laughs> was it the sword? Oh, tell me it was the sword. Is it that was what it does? Not me. <sighs> the sword just dances. <laughs> just. You know how many people would kill for that sword? I will have to wait. <gasps> um, have you heard of the Ratman Gambling Den? I bet they would wager so much for that sword. Yes, and I would not put it up for a wager at all. It's a family <gasps> heirloom. Course. But you don't care about it, right? That's what you just told me. Matt, I feel you so hard right now. <laughs> <laughs> We're no. all over here like, oh god, no, please. <laughs> <laughs> no, the wave was Emeryn's doing, not mine. Are you sure? I can control a tiny wave, not the whole tsunami. What about the Haka? Was it him? Are you sure he didn't do something? I mean, it was a wave. Maybe the coral was in there. <laughs> I heard there was some kind of golden light or golden something in the wave. Yeah, I didn't see that. Uh, were you at the base of it? Yeah, it was right here in quarantine. Right over there. He points, you know, a few hundred feet Wait, away. Did it like originate from the quarantine area? Oh, it came from the ocean. Oh, okay. Well, all I know is apparently we've got the gods on our side, which is good to know that we have some gods on our side. And that's, uh, that's great news. Uh, that is good news. Yes. I thought it was the amulet. No. That thing is powered by the bad people that are trying to mm. kill your brother um, and turn him into some kind of undead monstrosity. So what's the cure? I don't know. I just know there is a cure. I'm not sure there's enough time. He's looking pretty bad. I suspect it wouldn't have said that we could heal him if he was going to die before we could do anything. What, what wouldn't have said? The gods, obviously. Oh. <laughs> you know, the gods that are helping us. So... You have to have faith in the gods. But not loudly, because apparently it's against the law here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw those rules posted. Foolish, foolish humans. Huh. Yeah, I wonder what's up with that. There, there must have been some kind of situation regarding magic that... No one will tell me. I've been asking. No one, no one knows. No one will tell me. Hmm. I bet they would down in the, the rat folk place. 
You want to go with me? I hear they have a good gambling hall. I am terrible at gambling. Everyone thinks that, but I bet your royalty is lucky. Yeah, I'd rather not bet my royalty on my luck. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Imran, what are you doing? Um, keeping my head down. <laughs> um, after I've done as much as I can at the infirmary. Um, as much as you can, you mean heal every single person? I mean, not like, not, like I said, I'm trying to heal the people at death's doorstep, mm -hmm. ones that are really, really bad. And then the rest, I'm just kind of bandaging up and like, mm -hmm. you're going to be okay. Like that kind of thing. So I'm hoping that doesn't take a terribly long time. Uh, I mean, yeah, not really. Everyone okay. is completely quiet when you're in there and they just, oh my God, I hate it. no one... They're like in deference. You move somewhere and they get out of your way as fast as possible. You know, there's no one, no one wants to interrupt you or break the silence. They are just. Oh my God. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, is there someone that looks like they're in charge? I mean, yeah, there's, there were, you know, people in the infirmary when you went in that were already bandaging people and whatnot. So, you know, any of them, I mean, in charge, no, maybe not, but there are people okay. that are obviously working there and bandaging people and trying to keep track of who is who and all that sort of thing. Okay. <laughs> um, I would like to speak with one of them after I'm okay. kind of like, Feeling good about everybody's condition, um, I would like to find the closest one. Okay. So, there is, um, there is a human male who is wearing a tunic that, um, it looks pretty dirty as if, you know, He's been helping out and trying to, you know, help people and whatnot for a while. He's probably the closest to anybody who you've seen sort of tell others what to do. Okay. I'll approach him. Okay. Uh, hi. Is, are he says, you guys? Thank you. I think we would have lost them. Yeah, they looked pretty good. Are you from the temple? Not the temple of Straben, no. I'm from uh, Trasenfin. Nadinui? No, Temple of Goras. Oh. Uh, I see. Huh. Yeah. Well, I am glad that you are here. I'm glad I was too. I have not seen as much compassion and kindness from the temples in a long time. I mean, yeah, that the whole like miss type stuff was new. Um, I don't know. Have you seen anything like that before? Because I don't really know what that was. 
that was just kind of a thing. Are you trying to tell me that you don't want me to tell anyone? I would be happy to keep your secrets. Yeah, that'd be great for for now until I figure out what that was. Because I don't think I can do it again. I think you know what it was. Do I? I think you do. You just don't want me to spread it around. That is what happens with a true healer. You are humble. I can see it. I, I see it in you. Lay your hands on him, and I will bet that you heal him. He points to one of the bandaged up little boys over there. Okay, I... Hand out. Do you cast cure wounds or anything? I'm gonna wait and see if anything happens first. Give it like four or five seconds, and then if nothing happens, I'll just cast cure wounds. Nothing happens until you cast okay. cure wounds. Okay. When you cast cure wounds, the light does the same thing it did before, and the smoky white, yellowish light goes out and heals up the rest of the people in the infirmary. As the smoke passes through the guy that you're talking to, he kind of goes, he says, you've been chosen. Can feel it. You might not know it yet, but look what you've done. You've cured everyone in here. These people and their families will follow you anywhere. I don't like that. Yeah, I'm, I'm just imagining those scenes in the movies where, like, holy, like, uh, chorus happens behind as, like, the thing spreads. And the look of the protagonist there, like, what the f*** is going on? <laughs> I'm, I'm picturing the life of Brian when he's trying to convince everybody that he is not the, that he's not the Messiah. <laughs> oh, boy. Of course. Okay. Um, yeah, well, I would, I say this kind of loudly, I would appreciate it if you just kind of kept this on the, the down low for, the, for now, um, and everyone can stay here, nobody needs to follow me. <laughs> I will encourage them not to, but I can't guarantee once they tell their parents, and once they tell their spouses... Well, uh, okay, thanks, and I'm gonna- Wait, leave. wait! What is your yeah? name? What is your name? Rayla. Rayla. Rayla the Wise. Thank you so much, Rayla. I will, I will, I will keep your secret, I, I promise. I bolt. <laughs> Oh, my mom's going to be so mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Now what? Now what are you doing? Um, I'm going to head down to the docks and check on our boat. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to try and see where we found, we 
docked our boat and see if it's okay, see if our crew's okay, if anybody's down there. And um, That's a good question. The crew, well, you, you know that the boat is okay because uh, Otto flew over before and told you That's that right. everything was fine. But, um, yeah. um, about 40% of the crew is out helping get materials out of the ocean and try to help repair the docks and all that stuff. So they're, um, they're not on the ship, but they're, you know, the ones that are on the ship said, oh, they're fine. And they volunteered to help. So. Okay. So let's, uh, while, while you and Marcel decide what you're going to do next, let's go back to yeah. Axley and Konos. Okay. Where's the queens in the room? They have not come in yet because they were, oh. they're still taking the procession. I mean, it's only been a few minutes. Uh, the big shield robot you, things you talked about. Are those in here or are those with the queens? They're in the throne room. Is that where we are? Are we in the throne no, room? No, you're in the ball. Oh, okay. Yeah, so you're in the ballroom. So yeah, you you moved, you went through the procession, and then they sort of take you into the room next door, which is a much larger, more open room. the The throne room is really just a room where uh, some people can gather, and you can have audience with the queens. So it's not really big enough for a, a full on ball, especially with you know all the fancy gowns and all that stuff are really huge, and so. Um, but after about 10 or 15 minutes, um, uh, everybody keeps filing into that room and then the Herald comes out and presents, you know, he, he does, they do the whole, you know, blowing the horns and they present to you the queens of Calport, Queen Delincia and Queen Rimethus, and they sort of enter and uh, some musicians come in behind them and they start playing music. Um, and uh, the queens dance and sort of people make a cir- open circle around them so that they're not bumping into them or whatnot. Uh, and then after they dance one dance, then they sort of, um, you know, everybody claps. Of course, you have to clap for the queen when she's dancing, right? And then they, um, and then they sort of, you know, they sort of disperse from the dance floor. And so now they're sort of standing and talking to people. And then the musicians cue up another song and play a different song. And so some people are dancing and now everybody's rummaging around and yeah. Okay. Um, can, uh, do the, do they work their way in our direction at all as they're talking to people? Well, you're in the corner. So they're sort of, they danced and then they sort of went to the Northern part of the room. So they're not that far from you, maybe 20 or 30 feet. Um, but they're not like right next to you. I'm, I'm going to try to be motioning, like waving to them, try to get their attention. Um, let me die here. Um, so one of the queens notices you, but sort of turns away, <laughs> uh, and does not does not uh, acknowledge okay. that she knows you. Okay. Uh, um. All right. Uh, get those those dishes ready, Konos. I think we're gonna. I think we're gonna delight in the surprise that they're about to to bring to the, the festivities. And I'm going to do a, a little flourish of excitement. Oh, clumsy me! And I'm going to throw all of the dishes <laughs> and treats all over the guy in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, so all of the goop goes on him. Uh-huh. And uh, 
makes part of him like he's not visible, but the goop sort of outlines and in and a previously invisible individual <laughs> who then runs. So what you see is goop running <laughs> to get out. Can we trip him? Uh, you can try. Can I, can I try to grab him when I see if when I see the outline. Sure, you can uh, roll me a strength check. All right, natural twenty. Okay. Oh, nice. Uh, you definitely <laughs> grab him. Um, and he's trying to run away. Uh, but um, why? Why? Why are you leaving so early? This party just got started. Let me go. Let me go. Any place in particular you have to go, or? Someone that you need to see or someone that needs to see you? Just let me go. I'd rather not. He sort of just falls to the ground. He's, so you're kind of holding onto his arm and he just collapses and falls to the ground. I got him. All right. I think we need to call the attention of the authorities. I, I seem to recall something about uh, not being able to cast spells like this in public. Yeah. Or is that? Or did you just get the best deal on the best tux in town? <laughs> He doesn't say anything. Um, now that you've kind of grabbed him and heard his voice, you realize he's kind of a young person. He's probably 13, 14. Hmm. Is he wearing something? Yeah, like he's, a, he's, well, you can, he's still invisible. Right. So is there any indication what the source of the invisibility is? Is it like a spell aura around him, or does he seem to have any kind of like a cloak or? A, you can't tell at this point. The, the only the only thing is, Konos has his arm on him, so he feels him, but you technically can't see him. What you see is the goopy stuff on top mm-hmm. of him, and um, let me see if anybody else. Yeah, and so you're starting to get noticed by the other sure. party goers around. And so I'll they're kind to, of turning toward you. I'll try to reach and see if I can feel anything over him, like a cloak or something that. Nope. Did you touch nothing. his hair? Just, just touch his hair. You feel skin. it, but you don't see it. And now you have goop on your hand. <laughs> I'll smear it more on him so that it covers more of the invisibility. <laughs> he goes, ah, oh, stop, <laughs> stop. And as he, as he shakes his head, he sort of hits your arm and hand and it makes him become visible. Hmm. So it's like a spell. He's he's wearing he's wearing like squi- a squire uniform, like a a um, basically a a messenger kind of uniform, right? This is this is a person who is working in the court. He's a young person. Mm-hmm. Um, he's probably not from nobility because a person from nobility who was thirteen or fourteen would be actually a guest at the ball. Um, he's more of a like probably from a lower class family who has been conscripted or hired, or maybe he is an indentured servant, but he is, he is wearing um, clothing that is, um, that indicates he is a member of the Royal hall. So he is an employee of the Royal hall of some sort, whether he gets paid or is, is an indentured servant. Hmm. Is a question. So he's like a page. So he's like a page. Trust me, a page he's like a page. Yeah. But, but a page, even a page would might necessarily, might, be just a young member of a noble house who will eventually rise in stature. And this kid is not. Hmm. He seems to be a bit of a pawn in this game. Do we, do we want to just release him or do we want to try to, without spells, it's going to be very difficult to find out who he's working for. 
I will. So you get to do one more thing before sort of everybody will be like noticing and coming around and asking you what's going on. So. Um, I will think to him, you know, telepathy, like, tell me why you were following us and why you were invisible. And I won't cause us any more. He's completely shocked. Like, you see him, like, look around, like, he does not sure where that, like, he he's obviously he heard you, but, like. Yes, that was me. Shush. <laughs> Quit squirming. Uh, he's just wide-eyed. Right. I've done my one thing. <laughs> well, Excellent. I think, I think that, yeah, at this point, we're either going to cause a scene with him or just let him retreat. I think we can assume who sent him. All right. It's pretty obvious. All right. I'll let him go. Okay. Oh, go clean yourself up, boy, you clumsy <laughs> oaf. You've spilled all of my food. <laughs> uh, he runs off. Uh, right as he's running out the door, the horns blow a tune, and the herald introduces Tullus, the abbot of Straben, the vanquisher of dragons, the savior of Calport, the wielder of divine might. And he comes through, and the, the two acolytes that were at that on the, that other set of doors, they open the doors, and he comes through, and he's wearing his fanciest vestments, his, his regala wear is like, you know, these are the high-value, high-dollar, this is like the best of the best. It's got inlaid gold, and, you know, there's like platinum coins sewn into the to the to the um you know to the collars and and it's just like obviously um a show of wealth and power and you know he's beaming he's smiling really bright and he's he had you know he's got his arms kind of out and he's he's tended by a couple of people behind him that are holding up the bottom of the robes, you know, so it doesn't touch the ground. And and his arms, they have a long, like, trailing um, piece coming off of the forearm. And there are two assistants, like, one on each side holding that up so it doesn't brush the ground. And he's walking and... And, you know, there's a person sort of in front of him, you know, sort of sweeping the floor before he walks through. And it's a total show of, you know, here is, you know, the the most holy of holy. <laughs> wow. I am so glad Em is not there. Nina is flipping off the camera. <laughs> I'm so glad she's not there. <laughs> Uh, and the, um, you know, when he comes in, like pretty much everybody bows, they don't go on one knee because you only do that to the Queens, but they bow as low as they can bow. And, um, even the two Queens sort of turn and do kind of a partial curtsy kind of thing. Like it's more of a, um, a respect thing than a, than a, we're bowing to you, but still everyone else sort of very deeply bows and until he says, you know, arise, they'll stay bowed. So the question is, 
do you bow? Just slightly. <laughs> I don't bow because no one will notice because of my height. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so let's go back to Imarin and Marcel real quick. What are you two doing? Well, I guess we meet up in, when when she goes to see the ship, and and I'm like, well, I hope um, your rescue efforts went better than mine. No one needed my help. Um, yeah, about that. <laughs> um, when you get up to Emma and she's like rummaging through her sack, I'm actually gonna. You said about forty percent of our crews here. The forty percent is helping. The other sixty percent. Forty percent is helping. Okay. Um, here, and I hand her a couple of little satchels. I divvied up hundred and fifty gold worth of my diamond dust into little pouch, like ten uh, gold piece pouches. And we have fifteen crew, so I give a couple to Marcel. I'm like, go give these to the crew. I'm gonna give this now? to the people that are helping yes because they're helping and they just probably witnessed the dragon and like we gotta do something it still you feels like an odd moment to go pay them <laughs> but like we haven't done it and is it gonna get done we get dragons we got earthquakes something really weird just happened that i need to talk to you about so also, also like there's just been a lot of talk about a gambling den i feel like they're just gonna gamble it away in one night they might <laughs> okay <laughs> all right well i mean you're the captain you wanna you wanna give money to them now i guess we can do this Thanks. <laughs> I just kind of okay? meekly walk away. What? Are you okay? I don't know what just happened. What happened? I don't know. I was casting... I literally cast a spell and, like, more than half of the people were just, like, magically cured. Like, this weird golden white, like, light mist kind of floated like, around and... Yeah, and then they were all, like, magically cured. And then I went to heal another boy, and the rest of them were cured. And I, like, cast two spells, and that was, like, a lot of people. Wow, they're going to be telling you to save Demarin tomorrow. Okay. Um, I don't know. I don't like it. <laughs> you know, I'm starting to think maybe I shouldn't cast any spells in this city. I know, I feel weird, like... You don't think it's, like, the city that just, like, amplifies spells somehow? I don't know if it's the... Because, I don't know. I mean, that could be an option. It's either that, or you're turning into some chosen one that's going to save everyone, which I think feels a bit, like, story. I don't know. Yeah, that feels weird. Yeah. That feels like one of the main characters. God, um, it, I am so tempted to go outside right now and see if Dancing Lights does something special and, like, illuminates know, the whole I was kind armor. of <laughs> Here, let me help you with some lights. <laughs> Daylight. Daylight. <laughs> That's never done that before. <laughs> Supernova occurs. Uh, yeah. Okay. I'll just I'll just go hand out some gold dust. Why not? 
diamond yeah, house, I'm whatever. Gonna, I'm, yeah, I'm going to hand it out to the people that are, like, helping and, like, I'm really sorry that we haven't paid you yet. This should cover at least some of it. You'll have to, like, sell it and get the gold because we don't have the gold right now. But we really appreciate your help and you've done a really good job. And I'm just going to, like, give that spiel to, like, everybody else. <laughs> I I, okay, as Emran leaves, I get this sudden very bad idea. Um, so while I'm in the ship so that no one can see me casting, basically, because there's still a casting component to it. Um, I'm going to send a message out to, like, one of the, like, the ones I know that are, like, usually with a bunch of the people in there. And they're used to us, like, sending messages back and forth to communicate. So I'm going to send them a message of like, hey, so uh, it's payday um, and I'm in like the captain's quarters. So maybe tell everyone to come over here to to get paid. Um, but I want to like have in my mind sending that message to all the crew. Okay. Um, so no one in particular, just the entire no, crew? No, I'm like... Because the the message is only to one person, right? Mm -hmm. But I kind of want to test out what happened with Emerin's like magic, mm -hmm. so I'm sending it to the one person that I know tends to be like where the others join, like that's the one I'm targeting. Okay, and uh, you went to the captain's room to send this. Yeah, I went inside the captain's room because okay. it's got. And Emerin, where are you? I was out along the docks, like passing out the. You're on, the, the, you're on the docks helping. passing it to the helpers. You're not on the ship. I'm not on the ship currently, okay. no. Um, um, a few minutes later, uh, somebody knocks at the door of the captain's cabin, Marcel. Okay. Uh, come in? Yes, uh, you said it was payday? Yeah. Tell I, the others? I, I told them all, yeah. They're, they're on their way. Okay, good. I give him his money. Okay. Th thanks. Thanks. How, how, how much is it? Is there, is there a bonus? It's ten gold. Oh, don't oh. spend it all gambling. Huh. Oh, thanks. Ten, ten gold. Uh, okay. All right. Thank you. Hey, don't go spending it all at once. He just doesn't. He doesn't acknowledge. You did double check and see if that was one of the actual sailors, right? I mean, it's the guy it, I told. Yeah, oh, okay. yeah so one of the that was the harpoonist that you that you personally chose to. Yeah, remember you, remember you gave the um the you gave the one magic item to the harpoonist that mm -hmm. that turns into oh, that's that's who it was. Yeah, I mean, I sent the message to someone I knew I could trust, mm -hmm. aka yeah. one of the people who are like high up yeah. in the yeah crew. All right, and I'll stay there and and wait for the others to come. Okay. So they, they sort of trickle in and you you hear them, oh yeah, I heard from so-and-so that it's, you know, oh yeah, you okay. know, so-and-so said. To, so it was yeah. just that person that got the message. Mm -hmm. okay. Correct. Good. Safe, safe attempt at the, to the testing on magic in the city. Mm -hmm. Great. Worked perfectly. Amarin, I'm sorry to say you are now the protagonist. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Rayla is. I mean, yeah, that's, that's yeah, yep, yep. She's, yep. Up, she's gonna be surprised. You heard of the tale of Saint Rayla? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Konos and Axley, 
you are now in a room where everyone is finishing their bow to Tullus, the vanquisher of dragons, who who has bid everyone rise, and he gives a he gives a very short. Considering what you thought he was going to say, he gives a relatively short um, statement about, you know, thank you all for being here and 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 for uh, coming together in the worship of our may, uh, of of our most powerful deity Straben, and understand that while he puts his power onto the common plateau through me, he is the source of all that is good. And and if it weren't for the belief of everyone here and of everyone in Calport, then he would not do such wonderful things for us and he would not do them through me. And so I thank you how, all how, how far for away your is he belief. He's, um, he's probably 100 feet away from you. 100. Can we start moving yeah. forward to get closer? Sure. Yeah, you can get as close as yeah. you want. Yeah. Okay. Oh, um, about how many? And so that's basically it. He just says, you know, thank you to everybody, and please, please eat and be merry and dance and 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 uh, you know, uh, uh, ha- have pleasure in the glory of of Straben. You know, that's kind of the BS that he's saying. What were you saying, okay. Matt? I was just asking how, about about how many people are here all together, roughly. Uh, probably 150 people. I mean, there's quite a few. They're they're kind of packed in now. I mean. Uh, it's, you know, everybody sort of, when the queens came in, then, you know, all of the guards and everything came in too. So, you know, it's not just the party goers, but also their entourage. And plus, you know, Tullus's new entourage, because he's got, you know, the five people, you know, just dealing with his clothing, plus his other servants getting him food and, you know. Probably three guys, probably two guys on stilts keeping the giant Pope hat from falling. Yeah, off. yeah. Oh, yeah. He's totally <laughs> like, he's decked out. It's, it's like, yeah, it's, it's pretty, it's, you know. And when he sits, they like have a big, you know, fan thing. And yeah, it's, it's all about <laughs> trying to make him comfortable. Yeah. I mean, if, he, if he was wearing a robe that just covered with platinum, I'm surprised if he can even walk in that thing. Well, that's part of the reason why they're having to like hold up the pieces <laughs> to, you know. Because, I mean, it's really like, you know, yeah, it's made of, it's basically chain mail made of platinum coins, you know, um, on, on, a, on a white tunic background, you know, it's, yeah. Probably the kind of thing that's meant to, like, step two things out onto a podium, speak, and then two steps back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or just sit and speak, and then everyone leaves, and then you take it off before you actually get up and move, right? Yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely for show and not for, you know. Well, before he starts his his uh, diatribe to the the sages, do you want to try to have words with the queens? Sure. <laughs> I was I just got the meanest idea to to, to do something. I can't cast magic here. <laughs> do it anyway. Well, you you yeah. I mean, so right. I guess I guess it depends on if you consider inside a building as being in public, right? Or if you, is the Royal Hall a public place or is it a private place? Right. As far, like, as, far as I'm concerned, if we're in the presence of royalty, yeah, that's, that's, that's not kosher. So. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's up to you. <laughs> plus, plus, plus the, I asked about the number of people for a reason mm-hmm. and it's much uh, more than I uh, yeah. could do anything with at this point. So, oh, uh, yeah, let's, yeah. Let's, let's go. Oh, what's the limit people. on that? 12. Oh, yeah. Yeah, far there there were already more than that in there when uh 
right when you entered their war. Right. Plus, the second you said there were constructs, I'm like, well, that plan's going out the window. Oh, so those were in the throne room, though, right? Right, right. So yeah. they're not actually in the ballroom with you. Only the guards came with the queens. Her elite guard always goes with her, with them. For podcast listeners, I'm talking about mass suggestion. <laughs> yes. Do you, uh, do, you, uh, do you want to talk to the queen? Do you think she's going to be helpful? Uh, I think talking to the queens would be less likely to cause a scene and get us thrown out of here. If we were to just confront him directly, I think that would go south very quickly. Oh, I, th- I think, well, I think when he starts his, his uh, regaling of all of his, his glory to the, the, with the scribes who are going to be taking it all down and he's going to have an audience, mm-hmm. I think that would be a perfect, perfect yeah, place that, to that suggest that he absolve himself of all of his sins. Starting I mean, with the dragon incident, so that won't be that won't be at this ball. That'll be a separate. That would be a he wouldn't do that at the ball because it would take. It's going to take hours to for the scribes to write, write down. down. Yeah, all uh, that yeah, stuff. That's, a, yeah. that's that's a good idea. Yeah, but in the meantime, at least you know, I think you know, if we're to talk to the queen, at least say, hey, you know, hey, it's, yes, it's it's so great that you know he, you know, he did his thing and that Straven was helpful. But hey, guess what? There, there's another god that's helping you out too. And then we can deal with Mr. Abbott later on, more directly. So do you want to talk to the queens then? Is that what you're saying? Or do you want to, or do you want to wait uh, for... Until well, it's an opportunity. They're here. It's an opportunity. At least we can maybe see what they're thinking. Okay. Yeah, let's, let's at least get a read on them first. Yeah, so let's make our way over to where they are. Okay. So... They nod at you. We wanted to, your highnesses. We wanted to again express our relief that none that none of you or or your household was was injured during the the dragon the dragon attack. And it's of course it's very good that Straben you know lended his aid to the city in this dire hour. But I also wanted to to let you know that Straben had some help as well. There was another. We believe that there was another great god also watching over your city in this time. You may recall when we first visited you that Emerin is a cleric, we said that our comrade Emerin is a cleric of Goras, and in fact, when we emerged from the library, she and her mother also offered up their prayers to their god, and we believe that he also lended, lended aid to your city as well in getting rid of the dragon. We witnessed her divine intervention directly in front of us, resulting in exactly everything that transpired with the dragon being cast into the sea. And note, it's a little interesting that up to this point, Straben hasn't been able to intervene successfully on multiple attacks of the dragon before we arrived. Are you saying that you are responsible for casting the dragon into the sea? Yes. <laughs> We're saying it at the very. I'm glad you're. I'm glad you're reading us here, Your Majesty. <laughs> at the very least, Goras offered at least as much aid. What What proof do you have of this? What proof does your abbot have of this? That it's he, easy to make a claim. That he told us before he began that he was casting a ritual to try to 
caused Strabin to intervene on the behalf of the good people of Calport. So we knew he was doing that. And then it happened. Wasn't he doing this ritual on previous attacks as well? Sure. I'm just saying, he, you, you should expect the same result if you cast the same thing over and over. Well, then I wouldn't have had much faith in him because it never worked before, but now it has. Mm. I would have been foolish to not have that faith in him because you see it worked this time. Yes, it worked this time. But I'm saying it's not him that was casting the ritual. And I'm asking you for proof. How can we provide this proof? I don't know. But you are having the temerity to come and tell us. If you, if you, you may have, you may have heard that Rayla, uh, Emeryn's mother, is lying comatose still. The effort of her risking her own life and invoking such, such power placed a great deal of strain upon her. And at that point, you hear a uh, you hear a voice. Pardon me, uh, Your Majesties. I hate to interrupt, but did you say Rayla, sir? Yes, Your Majesty. And he whispers something into her ear. Fast. And the Queen says, "Oh, I see. I'm not sure how your Rayla could be laying comatose in her room if she is out healing the people of the city." She is a healer. Perhaps she was able to recover quickly. That would not be so out of sorts. Praise Goros. <laughs> but as to getting to the truth, well, there are ways to compel individuals to tell the truth. And that's a, we wouldn't want to break any of your laws overtly, but maybe with permission, we could find a way to get to the bottom of this. Yes, if, you're, if you doubt. What I'm, if you doubt if I'm speaking the truth, I'm willing to be examined magically to prove I'm not lying about what, I've, about what I saw. The rumors of the deeds of Rayla have reached the court, and that is enough to convince me that there is some question about the veracity of the deeds of Tullus. I'm not quite convinced that it is not yet a hoax, though, so perhaps we shall use another means of determining the truthfulness or serpent-tongued. And no, Your Majesty, we would freely give you permission to use any of those means to get to the bottom of the truth. I don't know if Tullus would be so inclined. Tullus can be compelled. Whereas we are volunteering freely. I assure you that Tullus will also volunteer freely for such a trial. And your majesty, is overt acts of invisibility spells in public to spy on people a violation of your sacred city's laws? Who has done such a thing? A young page wearing, I guess, what was he wearing? He was wearing the... Dressed, dressed like a member of the... Yeah, the court's, the court's the emblems. Yes. Yes, followed my companion and I into the ballroom and lurked behind us while invisible. Can only assume that somebody put him up to it. I'm sure he wasn't trying to cause trouble himself, but... My guards will look into it. I can describe him. He was a very young, naive boy. That describes a lot of people in Gatlin. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I need a persuasion from both of you. Maybe it'd be someone who knows Tullus well, or Tullus has in his charge, that, that young page. Are you accusing Tullus of 
forcefully, knowingly breaking the rules? Well, someone has broken the rules. I don't know who it would be. But are you accusing Tullus of such a thing? Oh, I don't have proof that it was him that put the, the boy up to it, but I suspect that if indeed he's weaving this falsehood, he has he has desire to see us as foes and spy on us. Hmm. So uh, roll me a persuasion checks. Persuasion. Uh, uh, I get plus eight persuasion. And I rolled a 19. <laughs> 15 for me. Okay. We will for sure look into this issue. Um, perhaps you and your group would come to an audience in the morning. We will see if Tullus and you can come to a agreement about what has transpired here to vanquish the dragon. We welcome that. And if indeed he did have a hand in it, then we would most assuredly grant him whatever deserved credit. I just have extreme doubts. Perhaps you should not voice those doubts so vocally yet. As you wish. That is most wise. Very well. I shall take your leave. And they nod to you. And both of them turn. Your majestakai. <laughs> your, your, your highnesses, your, your highnies, something like that. <laughs> your highnies. Oh my god. <laughs> um, okay, so anything else you would like to do, uh, Imran and Marcel? Um, I think once we pay the crew, I am going to suggest to Emeryn that we go back to the palace and maybe you should tell me exactly what happened or wait until we get to the rest of the party and tell everyone what happened just so we're on the same page. Because I did uh, test some magic and nothing happened. Um, so it's just you. <laughs> cool. Yeah. No okay. one knows I did it. Don't worry about it. I mean, that's, that's like not even on the top 10 list of things I'm worried about right now. <laughs> so you healed a bunch of people. I'm sure that rose some eyebrows. It, I mean, there were a lot of stares. Uh-huh. Uh, n- nobody like protested because obviously I wasn't doing oh. anything like bad. Oh, why would anyone protest? How dare you save my life? Um, <laughs> <laughs> How dare? Um, but you you didn't like tell them your name or no? I told them my mom's name. Oh, that's worse. <laughs> okay. I'm, I know, I panicked. I was like trying to think of a different name and all that was coming to my head was Rayla, Rayla, Rayla because my mom is lying comatose in the palace and I'm just... I mean, thinking up a name on the spot is pretty hard. Right? And like this weird just happened and I was a little just like he maybe mentally he not. Just your name. I, think, I think spreading the word that you're the savior of the city isn't that bad for our total... Uh, our future agenda um, but okay so now your mom is going to be the saint of the of Calport I mean yeah isn't your mom comatose so she is well you've been out of the thing for a couple of hours now so I know yeah. maybe she's not I hope not I mean you should go check the, your mom's going to be so happy to hear great <laughs> uh, especially if word gets back to the palace about what you did. Um, surely word doesn't travel that fast. <laughs> word doesn't travel that fast, you know? Like, 
<laughs> we make our way back I'm to here. the palace. <laughs> yep. Yep. So, Konos, uh, I think that went as well as we could expect. I think we should just it's enjoy the party until our, our friends get back. Uh, I'd like to actually eat some of that wonderful food now that I disposed of it. <laughs> you know, I have to say, that's the first time I've ever substituted a, a, a cherry tart in the place of a fairy fire spell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that was brilliant. Let's eat some food. Um, yeah, you, you can stay as long as you want there uh, and eat. Um, as after the queen spoke to you, they, they left pretty soon after the, you know, a couple, two, three minutes, they said hello to some prominent members of some families. Uh, and then they took their leave and Tullus is still moving around. And every time he goes to a new group, he's getting praised up and down. And of course he's not going to leave that anytime soon because he loves that. So I would like to, as he's going around and, you know, bragging about himself i would like to try to essentially mingle and blend into the crowd and be within like 30 feet so i guess i'm trying to essentially hide among all the Mm -hmm. party guests Mm -hmm. and if i'm able to do so and it doesn't look like he is aware of me i'm going to wait to try to use my telepathy and just say to him he's going to recognize my voice (laughs) (laughs) the what (laughs) So, so, I, so here's my question: Like, if with the telepathy we drive, can I make the voice sound different than my own, or does it sound like my own? Um, hmm, it's not ventriloquism, right? Uh, no, I don't believe it is. Let's see. I mean, it says you can, uh, you can, t- you can. It just says you can telepathically speak to any creature you can see within 30 feet of you. You don't need to share a language with the creature for it to understand your telepathic utterances, but the creature must be able to understand at least one language. So I'm, I would assume that means I can't change the way my voice would sound. Cause what I, what I want to do is what I would want to do is basically say, like try to use it as basically plant some seeds of doubt and say, Hey, are you, sh- are you sure this party is all really for you? Are you sure you don't have somebody else who should be thanking? But it, but he's like I said if I if I can't control how that's going to sound I don't want to give away that I'm doing that. Yeah. Um, they all know you're a fraud. <laughs> What's the range on on your telepathy? Thirty feet. Thirty feet. I mean, you can try to stealth and do it, and if he doesn't see you, then he's not. You know, he won't be able to. I'm gonna. You know, I'm not at a gambling party, but I'm still feeling lucky. I'm gonna go for it. <laughs> Okay, roll me a stealth. 19. Okay, I have, to, I have to get his card out to find out what his stat is, so. This is what I was going to try to do during the whole shark face duel. Essentially, like, psychically taunt him. So I rolled a 14. What did you roll? Uh, I got a 19. Okay, uh, so what are you saying to him? Yeah, like, you know, this, like, this, you're not the only one who should be celebrated, and you know it. Um... You see him kind of pause, and it's pretty obvious that he heard the words that you intended him to hear. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you notice that as people are, you know, kissing his ring and, and praising him, he, he, sa- he starts saying, you know, ah, but, but it is not only I, it is, it is the glorious power of Straben that has saved us. And, and that's what he, he starts making sure that he says to everyone. It wasn't just Straben. And you know it. Don't think you can take all the credit. 
after you say that, and he he says to another couple of people, he says, I'm getting quite, I'm quite tired. Perhaps it's time to turn in. And he tells his assistants to, you know, help him as he gets <laughs> up and he pretty quickly leaves uh, the room. Don't you, don't you feel like you have to go to the bathroom in that thing? <laughs> Badly. <laughs> that was, the, that was the real beat thing. <laughs> You put in this mind the sounds of a running waterfall. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, okay. So, uh, Marcel and Imran, are you going back to the Royal Hall then? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, I would assume that you're all meeting back in together. But when you all get to the room, you see that Rayla is awake. Ah. That's good. And ah, as soon as she you. sees you, Imran, she stands up and she runs and she hugs you. And she says, I can hear her again. I can hear you. And it's because of you I can hear her again. She she spoke to me when we prayed and we made the dragon go away. And it was because of you. And I and now have her flowing through me. And it's glorious again. I need to speak to your father. And 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 I, I'm 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 me again. I'm me. And she just she hugged. Who is the her that you hear? It's it's her mom, Rayla. Oh, so uh, she's talking about Goros. Oh. I just hug her back for like a really long time. And <laughs> oh god, she's gonna be so mad. Um... <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> um planning to do. So how so dad is in like that quarantine place right now. Um, I don't know if we can get in. We need to get them out. Yeah, we're, we're working on it. Um, and I'm assuming we left the book open in the room with Rayla. Well, you had it wrapped up in Axley's cloak. Remember? Yeah. So yeah, I'm assuming yeah. it's still wrapped up. I don't think you wanted your mom to see the writhing pages. Uh, probably not. Um, but... Yeah, we're we're working on a cure to get them out of quarantine. Um, the dragon's gone. Did you tell us everything that happened? Did we share everything that happened? And uh, you want us to- I was going to, but my mom's awake now. Uh, <laughs> um, but I, you I know, think- she looks like she looked before. Yeah, yeah. Everything <sighs> happened, right? You know, after um, after you rescued her from. Larilac, she was kind of just a shell of herself. And for the first time, she is your mom. Like 100%. Okay. Um, give me a second. And I'm going to cast Sending to my dad. Okay. At fourth level, because I'm running out of spell slots. Um <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Dad. I hope you're okay. The dragon's gone. Mom and I are fine. Working on getting you out. And that's all. Now, does he get to talk back to you? Mm-hmm. He says, Pestrianus is making sure that everyone is okay, but I'm afraid they're going to come lock down the quarantine again. So it's open? Currently? 
Yeah, because I mean the big the, tidal the, wave the basically yeah. and they attack yeah, 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 yeah. Do we want to get him out or would that be bad? I mean the the you know the book supposedly has the way, right? You just have to know. Well, I we I think we have an opportunity with the queens willing to hear us. If we if we yeah. can successfully get them on our side, then we will be able to get them out, right? Or we'll get more of an opportunity to have free access to them. Well, I think that's the way we gain access to the queens is to gain access to them, is to cure them and say, hey, look what we did. Your city is safe from this plague. And then that'll gain us favor, right? Mm -hmm. So I feel like it's more of an opportunity if they just stay. Yeah, I wouldn't try to break them out or anything. Especially considering what happened tonight. Um, what happened tonight? <laughs> uh, give me a minute. Um, I'm casting another Sunday. <laughs> yeah. That's okay. Just stay in quarantine for now. We're close to finding a cure. You'll be out soon. Um, he says... Okay, I'll, I'll make sure we all wait in the same place and tell your mother I love her. I relay that. So, Mom, are you feeling okay? Do you need to rest still? Are you... I feel better than I've felt since this one over here rescued me, and she points at Axley. You seem like a, almost a new woman. It's, it's wonderful. Your recovery I'm, is... I'm free. Somehow it broke... The fuzziness is gone. I, I always felt somehow detached and fuzzy, and I couldn't remember things. And now, I remember everything. When did you? When did you? If you don't mind me asking, when did you wake up? Just a few minutes ago, forty-five, maybe an hour. Okay. <laughs> and you and and you haven't left the palace since you woke up, right? I haven't left the room. I wasn't sure where you all were. Huh. Okay. Why? Why do you ask? Well, we, when we were... <laughs> now Sam will roll the giggle fence. I, I, I'm... I heard this... I heard the strangest... We heard the strangest story, uh, the strangest tale at this this party that they were having earlier apparently you or someone else with your name was out in the city healing people earlier today after the dragon attack she looks directly at Emery. <laughs> the queen herself was told I'm just like halfway through drinking a glass of water I just okay. spit it all out <laughs> oh god the queen um, herself Said I yes. was out healing people. Oh God! I, I wasn't out healing people, Imarin. I'm coughing and choking. <laughs> oh my God! This is what um, I'm just like nervously stroking socks, like. Mm. <laughs> yeah, um, the other two that were in the room that normally uh, comfort your mom, they're like running around your legs and one of them is trying to like <laughs> jump up on your shoulder and <laughs> there's an aura of stress <laughs> i mean okay so weird things happened 
I was just, we were just trying to help. And like, I got curing spells. So I was like, all right, I'll, I'll cure like the worst of it. And like, I cast one spell on one person, one person. And this weird, like, yellow white mist, like, kind of just floated around and healed, like, over half of them. And then I cast it again, and it healed the rest of them. And there was, like, a lot of people there. And then they asked my name, and I kind of panicked, and I just said it was Rayla, because I was trying to think of a different name, because I didn't really want all these people following me around, and it was just weird, and I didn't like it. I'm really sorry, Mom. Why did you lie? Are you ashamed of your powers? I mean, no, but these people were treating me like some kind of, like... Saint? Like a saint, and I was just... It was stressful. I didn't like all the people staring at me, and, like, this guy was like, oh, you're the chosen one, and these people would follow you anywhere, and it stressed me out! So you gave them my name? (laughs) (laughs) You're better at that, right? I don't know. (laughs) Maybe we should try out these new healing powers. Maybe you should try seeing if you can cure some of the quarantined people. That concerns me just because the last time I did that, some of them died. So, like, there is a... Yeah. If that happens again, I try and cure one person and it cures, like, 30. And all it does is kill them. I'm killing 30 people. And I mean, I might, like... Not to mention, even if one of them dies, a lot of people are going to be paying attention now that they've heard the Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So well, now, you, like, you and your mother seem to have some pretty incredible powers t- together combined. What if you both attempted to heal? I think we need to decipher the book first and make sure that we're on the right track. Yeah, even if we just decipher like the majority of it and get the gist of it, we might be able to piece it together after that. But we need to... I feel like we need to do this right now. There is a chance the book's response is your growing powers are going to save them now. But if we don't have proof, then you're... Well, putting a lot of faith in your powers. (laughs) Yeah. And I don't think we're in a position where we can afford to mess up. Can't mess up. Can't mess up. And the the proof was long enough that it makes me think that it's not going to just be like, oh, go cure them. Like, your growing power is going to be good enough to do it in like three days. I, I mean, think. it's it's six pages, so it's it's by far the shortest one that you've... It is, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Okay, so we work out the, the proofs uh, mm-hmm. contents. Yeah, you, I think that's our you best. Realize bet. that by tomorrow morning, the whole city is going to be talking about Saint Rayla. Uh, he called her Rayla the Wise. Rayla the Wise, because apparently they don't like saints. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone, that's going to be the main news of the city. I mean, it works in our favor slightly. Uh, I mean. 
Kayla and I look similar, but... How did you know about it? She turns to Konos. Um, Konos is now feeling very awkward and embarrassed. Um, <laughs> I, I just, like I, said, like I said, you know, when we were at this, this ball, this party earlier, uh, we, we mentioned, we, we mentioned, we mentioned what happened to the Queens, like we talked about, mm-hmm. but when we said that, you know, we, we said that you were, you know, had the, the, the fort, the effort had, you know, not rendered you unconscious. Um, you know, we gave them your name, and then that's when an attendant came up and said, apparently started said that there are rumors going about the city. We didn't really get to hear much about it at, at the time. So the queens already know about what happened in the city. Wow. That's faster than I expected. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But good. I hope they're super lax on the casting thing. <laughs> also... <laughs> Also, good news. They, we were, seems like we were able to at least plant enough of a doubt in their minds about uh, uh, Abbott. We don't like, uh, and they're willing to put 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 the whole thing to the test tomorrow as well. But we need to be on our guard because I think he's on to us. He had a, an invisible spy following us through the proceeding. Hmm. That's- so you're telling me tomorrow morning we have to go and talk to the queens again? Maybe not right away, but at some point. And Rayla will probably have to come. You up to that? I am, but I won't lie. No, I don't think we should. I mean, yeah, it's... Rayla and I look similar, but we, like, Emran is a slighter build with long, <laughs> like, white hair, and Rayla is taller, thin but with, like, shorter blonde hair. And they're gonna... F- they're gonna know. If they get a description of the of me, they're gonna know it's not her and that it's... I mean, I, I think honesty is our best bet in that case. Just... I mean, yeah. Tell the queens you panicked and you were thinking about your mother and that it was actually you and not your mother. Um... My plan seems to be working out. We have the people on our side, even if they have the wrong name, and that's going to get us some clout with the queen. I just didn't expect it to be this way. <laughs> Dude, trust me, I don't know what's happening. The other thing I'm worried about is they're going to ask me to perform a miracle, and it's not going to work. Like, is this a one-time deal? Is this just because, like, we did that thing with the dragon and, like, my powers are amplified for, like, 24 hours, so it's going to give way in, like, the morning and it's not going to happen? That's not how miracles work. I think expecting miracles to happen at the drop of a hat is... I mean, that's... really I mean, not- Yeah, it's unreasonable. And I guess if we zone of truth, they'll know that, yeah, and there were... God knows there's enough witnesses. Yeah. I think we just have to wait and see what the queens have in mind. They clearly know that yeah. the truth has to be obtained, and I'm sure they have ways of, of yeah. pursuing that. I did hear one account of someone saying that the base of the hand of the water was golden in color. Interesting. But it was only one person, and he's a rat folk, and apparently people don't really like rat folk around here. 
kind of the best. They are. They're pretty cool. They're also the Trashmen. Um, Trashmen are important. They are. They're very important. But, you know, nobles and people don't really get it. Yeah. Not until they go on strike and stop picking up all the trash and then everyone gets sick and dies. So, um, in game time, it's about 8 or 9 p.m., which means if you want to translate, if you want to have actually translate the pages, that's going to be, or transcribe the pages, that's going to be six hours. All nighter. So it's going to be a 3 a.m. finish job. I was going to say, I think last time both Axley and Emerin mm-hmm. transcribed and yep. it took half the time. Mm-hmm. Well, that, that was, decide. yeah, so you can do that again. Mm-hmm. So that's three hours. So that'll put you at midnight. Right. And then you have to kind of decode what's happening. Right. I would, I would say Konos can help with either the copying or the translating as well. Yeah. If it's just, uh, well, I mean, copying down does help with the translation. So I'm not particularly intelligent or wise. Uh, so I'm not sure how much help I can be. So, um, Axley and Imran, roll me an intelligence saving throw. Intelligence. Okay. Okay. Oh, I got a seven, which, are there any modifiers to that? It's your save, so if there, it depends on if you're oh, if intelligent. Save. Uh, no, I'm not plus zero, so I got a seven. Well, that's the seven. plus zero is your modifier, but up up above that, there's a saving throw section, so you might be proficient in it. So, in that case, oh. you would you would add your proficiency. But if no, not, I, don't, I don't have any. Okay, so you got a seven. Yeah. What did you get, Imran? Yeah. Seventeen. Okay. Um. So you transcribe everything with no problem. Um, and actually, as you're doing it, you can tell that it's relatively, it's a relatively easy one. Actually, it's pretty straightforward. Um, it's the first four and a half pages are a historical account. You, and you could tell this as you're transcribing. You're like, oh, this is really, you know, Imran is also kind of like, wow, this one's easy. How come it took us so long for the last one? You know, like, geez, actually, like, we did we get smarter or something? Like, I don't, I don't know what's happening. But uh, the so it's the first four and a half pages of the six pages are a historic, a historical uh, view of creating a particular spell, and then the last page and a half is the magical um, sort of ideas that go into the um, the. Um, casting of that spell and uh and then so i will tell you the spell and then we will we will end so basically the book says remember the the question was there's a way to remove the affliction from lucanius leaving him alive right. and healthy yep plaguing lucanius you used the word plaguing yes and the response was this is a true statement and it was a six page proof so four and a half pages is a historic uh a historic record of the pr- production and research of this particular spell. And the last page and a half is talking about how the spell is used, but it's it's not the spell. Okay, so this isn't a spell scroll that you're looking at. 
but basically it says use this spell and it will cure those that are afflicted with whatever it is that Lucanius has. And the spell revivify. Cool. What what is that? I don't, I'm not cool. familiar. Revivify. Basically, come back to life, and it costs a lot. I think is a. Isn't that a ninth level spell? No, it's a third level spell. Oh. Is it a three hundred gold diamond? Yeah, I think it's three hundred gold. But, but what kind of magic is it? Where is it? Necromancy. Bingo. Necromancy, and we would need diamonds worth three hundred gold for each time we use it. It's funny because I was actually going to look for diamonds for this specific spell. <laughs> well, I mean, the queen, I'm sure, can easily get a hold of diamonds worth 300 gold. She probably has them under her pillow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. Can we have your pillow at the decoration? <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you had Tullus's robes, you could buy the diamonds. Yeah, oh, we, we, we could probably pry a few off of the, straight off the thing, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I will prep that for tomorrow. And um, Rayla is horrified. She doesn't know why you would want to cast a necromantic spell. She she does not believe that that is the only way to go. There must there must be some other way. There must be another way. We we cannot we cannot bring necromancy into the realm of Goros. But why would Goros allow me to cast the spell if? She didn't want me to use it. You know? Like, why do I have access to it? I... These are questions you must answer for yourself. My answer is that we gotta use it... It it can be used for bad things, but we gotta use it for good things. And this is a good cause. Lucanius does not deserve to die. These people don't deserve this curse that's been forced upon them. We can help them. And then become necromancers ourselves. That's not a good trade-off. Maybe through the power of Goras, it's taking a, a tool of the necromancer, but changing it and using it for positive healing. It's not, maybe it's not the spell itself, but who's, who wields it and for what purpose? I urge you to pray on it, Imarin. Pray and... Find within yourself whether it is the right thing to do. Well. Okay. So I think we'll end there unless there's anything else that uh, that you want to do specifically that can be taken care of. Um, I, the, if you if you did all that by mid by midnight, you'd be able to get a long rest in before the okay. audience with the queen. So basically, we we, we can start. Um, the next session with the audience with the queen or preparing for the audience with the queen. Okay. Okay. Yeah, we're good. I might, yeah. I might do one thing before I want to cast commune either this session or next session. I don't really care, but, but like when I take a long rest, actually no, probably before I go to bed. So I don't waste a spell slot. <laughs> okay. What do you want to do? I want to cast commune. And why yeah. do you want to do this? Um, I want to ask Goras some questions. 
Um, do you know um, what question? questions? Um, I know the first one is, um, is using Revivify to heal Lucanius something I should be doing? So, um, what kind, what level spell slot are you using? Fifth level? Yeah. And what you're asking just that one question or what's your. That's my first question. Okay. So say it for me again. Is using Revivify to heal Lucanius something I should be doing? The voice you hear is the voice of your father. And he says, the pragmatic way is often the best way to go about solving a problem. So if a necromantic spell is the fastest, as long as you know the dangers, then it would be the way to go. Had another one and it just went out of my brain. <laughs> um, did Straben help you create the tidal wave that swept away the dragon? Uh, the voice you hear is the voice of Gaston, the oh. skeleton <laughs> in the library. And he says, maybe, and maybe not. Perhaps if you had read about the marriage of Straben and Goras fully, you would be able to answer this question yourself. It is up to you to decide whether that is a truth or a falsehood. Did Tullus have any hand in it? Uh, the voice that you hear is the voice of Larilac. God dang it. And he says, oh no, it was not Tullus. Oh god. <laughs> uh, it's not creepy. <laughs> oh god. Okay. I'm glad you asked that last. And then your connection is severed immediately. <laughs> uh -huh. I am like putting socks like on my head. <laughs> Scout massage. <laughs> All right. Well, let's let's end there. There's a lot to think about. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy, I didn't kill anyone. Good night. And I, Sam, I love how you somehow knew like the exact social si situations to put us all in that are going to give us nightmares for the next several days. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know about Dave, but the rest of us are like, oh god, you, you, you like. Better our minds and tap tapped into things. <laughs> I mean, I didn't do it on purpose. I just those are the you know that's what happens, right? And yeah, so yeah, I wasn't sure if anybody was going to go to the ball. I this was a hard session to prep. I really didn't. I couldn't do any prep yeah. because it was like I have no idea what you're going to do. I don't know if you're mm -hmm. all going to go back to the library and try to look up like 
two color dragons or if you're going to go like to the temple and try to like confront Tolus and say what the hell you know you're lying or if you were like I didn't know what you were going to do um and I you know I had five other thoughts in my head too so it was it was very difficult to prep and I I was like oh crap I don't I have no idea what's going to happen so I'll just say you know there's going to be the ball because we said it last time they're making a big celebration and you know, and I thought maybe that you, I, I thought you would go help the town because, you know, I had mentioned some broken, you know, buildings and whatnot. So I thought that would probably be something that you wanted to do. So I had a few things in mind there. Um, but otherwise, I really didn't like I'm like, I have no clue what you're doing. So we'll see what happens. It was just perfect that Konos mentioned Rayla in the Queen's presence. Not knowing what's been going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that came to bite me real fast. That was like that. Yeah, it took a while for the time I gave my real name to someone who was obviously our enemy to show up, but the uh... Emerin, thirty minutes. <laughs> well, when you heal an entire infirmary ward with like two spells, it makes a difference, right? <laughs> I will say, I almost emailed you, Sam, over the week. Luckily, I had some time to cool down, but I almost emailed you right after that session. I was like, prep Tullus's sheet because I'm going to throw down. We're going to have a duel. It's going to be a thing. You better be prepped. I, I had his stat block ready because I thought you might uh, I thought you might be pretty upset with him. So that was... So I, once I cooled down, I was like, okay, we got to think through this a little bit more rationally and can cool off. She'll probably just remove herself from the situation entirely, which is why I was like, she's not going to that party because if she does, she's just going to... She's going to... Yeah. <laughs> and with that getup, she would not have been able to stop herself from like just vomiting honestly she would have been so enraged by the entire thing yeah i think being like hey maybe you should go out and heal people was probably the best idea we could do to help (laughs) them yeah (laughs) actually with that like with the platters i didn't know what you were doing at first and then you were like let me lure him into a corner and i was like oh buddy I thought you were going to do it on Tullus. I did too. That's what I thought too. Yeah. Yeah. First thing I thought was like, oh, you're going to like, you know, throw this random face. I'm like, oh, wait, no, he's going with the, he's going with the whole sack of flour trick. Okay. Yeah. That was so smart. That was so well played. I feel so bad for that poor page. No kidding. That poor guy. I actually was thinking it was, it's good that it worked out that way that we got rid of the invisible guy because otherwise he would have heard us talking to the queens yeah and and yeah. the jig would be up he would have right. known he would have been able to report back yeah 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 um think about what you want to do for the um for the queen's audience next time uh and otherwise i think we can say goodbye to our audience bye hey. Thanks for listening. Thank you for being a fan, and we hope you are enjoying our game. I uh, hope you're enjoying it as much as I'm enjoying it. I love just messing with my players. So, <laughs> especially Imran. <laughs> uh-huh. Yep. Uh-huh. All right.